Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. Afternoon. I'm Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk on AM 1600, KIVABQ.FM, RockofTalk.com, 550-5500 in the 505 is the number to call. Remember to use the prefix. Text as well, Roku TV, Amazon Fire, and Apple TV. We are looking live here at the Kiba, as well as podcasting on delay on Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, apping for RockofTalk.TV and RockofTalk.com. Glad to be here with you. Don't forget our subscription-only club. If you want to hang out in the club with us, you can go to www.rockoftalk.chat where you get my answers to the 10 questions, the recordings, the drill down on uh, all things that are Rock of Talk every afternoon right here in the Kiva. A lot to get to uh, here this afternoon. And we've got D-Dowd Muska here. Hour one full of fun. And uh, on a Thursday afternoon, we're going to include... This afternoon, complete and total panic. <laughs> That's right. We're going to start off right there because it doesn't matter. That, by the way, the laughing there is the uh, it's not the Joker. It's actually well, you know, we're always told you know now is not the time to panic. Now is the time to panic. It's the end. It is the end. Dark uh, skies, dogs and cats living together, <clears throat> people rising out of the grave, <laughs> or people going to the grave. We are your violin players oh. on the Titanic, ladies and gentlemen. That is where New Mexico wants to go with things. You are being programmed. That's correct. You're being programmed. They're telling you how to behave for the next foreseeable future. I'd give it, I don't know, Dowd. I was counting days. You know how me, I love to count days, you count do. stars, count anything. Uh, I've got the numbers as, as, right up until my birthday, my kid's birthday, you know. Graduation uh, you know, when I'm ta- I've, I've got everything. I've got it all programmed out. But one of the things that is unexpected is the governor herself in terms of the number of days that. She is programmed in her little calculator uh, in terms of the lockdown that is imminent at this point. So let me tell you about it before she does, because she's she's got to let the Kiva set her up, you know, because we're the nut jobs, we're the crazy people, whatever they want to go ahead and characterize us. So what we do know is that we've had it right every step of the way, and all you conservative idiot bloggers out there, with the exception of one good guy, I got to tell you, the, like him a lot. Nick Nick is just uh, hitting it on all cylinders. It looks like he's. Uh, He's back in the saddle again after the mayoral uh, defeat, uh, but uh, he's back in. He's uh, running about Brian Egolf's uh, ticket story. We'll talk about that. I'm just glad that Nick is, from according to the essay, he's still in New Mexico because he did. He says he's out of Albuquerque, but he's still in New Mexico, but wisely is not letting us know where he went. So glad yeah. he's still in New Mexico. But, you know, like a lot of people, he he got the heck out of Dodge City. Yeah, the Pinion Post sucks. Uh, unsubscribe, seriously. The guy is uh, totally off his rocker. Uh, what Joe Monahan? Don't even touch that thing with a ten-foot pole. Uh, he's literally just uh, lifting off of other people's work uh, all the time. I mean, is there any other conservative blogs out there? Joe is not, but I mean, is there anything else to read? You know, we I think we covered SourceNM.com. I mean, we've really kind of come into our own, but you're going to have to pay for it because if you're going to be paying for crap at two dollars fifty, two fifty for uh, the, the the urinal. Uh, that really you should use to wipe your ass at this point. I would suggest to you that it would be no more than 20 cents a day to subscribe to www.rockoftalk.chat. All right, here, here's what she's going to do. So we went across all of the media. And here's how you know Mich- Michelle Lujan Grisham is setting you up. Channel 4, Channel 7, Channel 13, the Albuquerque Journal. As far as we can tell, 
She always puts out the feelers, but we call them the programmers at this point. They're going to tell you that things are spiking. We're going into the holiday. You need to feel fear. And here comes the shutdown. You're going to keep your masks on, folks. Oh, yeah. There's not going to be a Santa, folks. Don't be thinking that uh, your kids are going to get some sort of, you're going to have to go to Arizona, Oklahoma, Texas, or some other place if you want to take a picture of Santa, because it ain't happening here at Winrock or Coronado. You said right? a year ago, Eddie, I think I'll have to look up the yeah. quote. What, I think you said Thanksgiving's going to suck and Christmas is going to be even worse. <laughs> that was it a is. year ago. Yeah. <laughs> and it's getting worse uh, yet again. This woman it hasn't even been in the country, much less in the state, and yet she's going to go ahead and uh, shut you down. Here's how we know this. Let's uh, cut to the uh, cut to the tape, so to speak. All right, so let's go first to KOB, the Cobb, the corny Cobb that's uh, putting this crap out there. They've got the press release front and center. If you go to KOB right now, they're running the propaganda for Michelle Lujan Grisham. It says, effective November 11th, Presbyterian will be activating crisis standards of care for its main hospital, Caseman Hospital, Russ Medical Center. Crisis standards of care will also be activated for UNMH. Main hospital in their Sandoval Regional Medical Center. UNM officials said they are currently operating at 140% capacity. Thank goodness that we talk to healthcare professionals and we actually know the reality of what's happening. Okay. This is a political move yet again. Your governor has shut you down. She's mandated vaccine, masking, mandated everything she possibly can. She doesn't get that she is actually inducing a higher level of affectations, infections of COVID-19. Or Are we on the Delta? Are we in the, what are we on? The, the Epsilon? What, 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 what's, what's the virus? Swahili? However, <laughs> the health leaders are encouraging the public not to hold off on getting care. Oh, which is it? Prices standards? Am I going to have to put off my surgery another year? You mean uh, I've got gangrene over here. Stay home. We do not treat gangrene. We're teaching. We're we're treating COVID nineteen infections first. All right. Channel seven. Uh, I'll I'll flip to thirteen. You grab seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, D Dowd. Mm-hmm. I'm reading word for word from KRQE front and center. Leaders from Presbyterian Healthcare Services, the University of New Mexico Hospital, are addressing a newly enacted crisis standards of care status for their Albuquerque hospital facilities as New Mexico continues to deal with a high number of new COVID nineteen cases. The new status beginning Thursday in part means non-medically necessary procedures are expected to be delayed at the beleaguered facility. Beleaguered? Do you think you're you're affecting a lot of people who can't read at the beleaguered level, if you will? No, uh, that, uh, I can't. What? What's beleaguered? I don't know. Sounds. Hey, Miko, you better run inside. It's beleaguered outside. He, it's all beleaguered out there. Don't you know? Don't run outside. It's all beleaguered at the beleaguered facilities for anywhere between thirty to ninety days. There you go again. Here we are. Okay, that's KRQE. Now Dowd's going to do the read off the top of the line. First story, pre-metal, right? Front and <laughs> center. Give us the uh, give, give us the KOAT. Uh, they must have sent this out to an intern because there's only a couple paragraphs here. Yeah. Albuquerque's largest hospitals enact crisis standards of care. Uh, Thursday's announcement affects Presbyterian UNM's Albuquerque Metro Hospitals, including Presbyterian Hospital, Presbyterian Caseman Hospital, Presbyterian Rust Medical Center, UNM Hospital, and uh, UNM Sandoval Red- Regional Medical Center. But Lest we move on from from, from Channel 4, Eddie, i got to go back to the, oh, first, yeah. the first one. The last line in this posting on the website is, health officials are also urging everyone to follow masking guidelines and to get vaccinated. <laughs> We've been doing that, and you're admitting it doesn't work. The worst thing <clears throat> for someone to need to treat the chronic illness 
for acute illness and get sick and get into the hospital. Don't you realize what you guys are all doing? All right. So certainly the uh, responsible journalists out there, they're not going to go ahead and take uh, Michelle Lujan Grisham's bait. We know that, uh, what is the, uh, what's the acronym that you use? Akotsi? Akotu. Akotu. Arizona, uh, Colorado, Oklahoma, Texas, and Utah. Our favorite Native American. I am 26%, so I can make this joke, is Akotu. Right. <laughs> Here we are. We're going over to uh, Akotu Sweat Lodge after the show. Oh, the Sweat Lodge. Oh, it's too hot in here. Effective November 11th, Presbyterian will be activating crisis standards of care for its main hospital, Caseman Hospital, West Medical Center. Crisis standards of care will also be activated for Unimates Hospital and their Sandoval Regional Medical Center. There you go. You got all three. Four, seven, 13, and the Albuquerque Journal. And the AP. Oh, and the AP. Yeah, we're, we're <laughs> five for five now. Wow. Number one news in New Mexico. Okay, so you've been programmed. They put it out there. Mijo, there's the beleaguered level. I don't know. It's a big word. Beleaguered. It's we're at the we, we had we had turquoise, turquoise. <laughs> green. And now it's all beleaguered and stuff. Yellow, oh. red, beleaguered. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on with these people? And then Armageddon level is above beleaguered, I guess. Oh, is it Armageddon? Is the, <laughs> my gosh. We're laughing because we get it. We understand what's happening here. And E, it's not funny. No chistes. Come on. This is really bad, folks, because, like, you know, it's sort of like a Houston Astros uh, player who's watching the TV, giving the, uh, the signs to Sam Bregman so he can go ahead and hit it over the fence. We know what pitch is coming. We see it. And it's coming right down the pike, and you're doing nothing about it. Not a single thing. You're still voting four out of five Democrats in Bernalillo County. Eee! And Eddie Aragon, he's crazy. You're still voting for the same people. You're still pushing in the same direction. Can anybody tell me how this is going to change? Are we, are we Republicans going to keep fighting with each other and say, oh, it's all about power inside a, a meaningless party right now? Not RPNM, the PCGOP. The Democrats are like, oh, this is funny. We could do these guys anyway, and they'll just fight with each other. They're not going to push back. They've got nobody on their side. There's no power. We can do with them whatever we want. I mean, this is essentially, you know, water torture. The drip method right on your head. You know it's coming. You know eventually you'll succumb to it. You can't stop it. And you're trying to figure out a way to sort of live through it. It's that bad and that sad. Mandatory masking coming tomorrow. Your Thanksgiving's going to suck, but your Christmas is going to suck even more. Meanwhile, the birds flying all around Thanksgiving Day, maybe more than they did even in 2018, according to some of the, res- the reservations that are out there. Travel will be at an all-time high. Transmission of COVID-19, or I don't know if it's Alpha, Delta, Epsilon, Gamma. I don't know where we're at, to be quite honest. The infections will increase, and the Democrats are going to go ahead and create the crises, create the problem, and come in to solve it. That's what they do every single time. Anybody heard of Stockholm Syndrome? You don't know what it is. It's what you have. It's when you only know the imprisonment, and you've learned 
to live with it and you want to go back to it when it doesn't exist. I think the entire state of New Mexico is inevitably suffering from a level of environmental Stockholm syndrome that they desire, that they want, that they think is the right thing for them. They hear this, they hear the signal. They know they should run for it logically, yet they can't run away with it. This would be akin to someone who's tried heroin and gets addicted after two to three shots and they're done for life. They will never learn how to live without it. This is what we are. This is what we've become. This is what your Democrat party wants you to become. And this slippery slope for a second year in a row, we are embarking upon two years straight on March the 13th of next year, roughly about 130 days from right now. So what are we doing? Yeah, we're projecting our fears upon our kids. That's what we're doing. We're getting our five to 11 year olds boosted. We're reacting in the way that they want you to react. We're getting everybody booster shotted, everybody vaxxed. Five to 11 year olds, we're normalizing this. This is what we do. Remember, we're in the COVID Petri dish here in New Mexico. Acting Health Secretary David Scray said the waning immunity, waning immunity. Wait, I thought we were at 72. I, I can't tell if we're bragging about how many people have been have, had the shot or is it the waning immunity? Oh, the waning immunity, you mean from the unvaxxed people? They just cleared out our building today, by the way. Yeah. The reason why you didn't see any cars here, they cleared it out. out. But I'm going to be here for another year and a half by myself running. I am legend while I fight against the increasing level of infections. Mm -hmm. They turned the water fountains off a long time ago. Uh, yeah, because that, they, that'll give you instant run if you, if you drink from the water fountain. Not coming back. Not coming. It's airborne. <laughs> it's airborne, don't you know? Waning immunity provided by COVID-19 vaccines underscores. They're literally telling you the weekend, the, excuse me, the weekend vaccine. It's, it's powerless against the new vaccination and from the unvaxxed or the zombies. The unvaxxed are the zombies. Underscores the importance of getting booster doses in a state in which about 40% of residents remain unvaccinated. <gasps> Did you just hear that number? I believe if we go back to our show notes, D-Dowd Musk, I believe that we were 72.8% went as high as almost 74%. And suddenly we move back somewhere. Is your government lying to you? Do they actually know the number of people within the population that are vaccinated? Since we're counting as a vaccination. Including children younger than five who are still ineligible for vaccines. 40% of residents, they want your infants to be vaccinated. He also said New Mexico faces the mask mandate for indoor public settings starting tomorrow, regardless of vaccination status, will remain in place under revised state public health order set to be released on Friday. We're on the way up, and this is not the time to relax public health orders. Should we cover the rest of the country in terms of who has the masking orders? I believe we're now at four states. Is that four states or three yeah, states uh, yesterday? New Mexico plus four other states, yeah. There we are. Uh, Illinois, uh, Hawaii, Oregon. And Washington are the only other states. Everybody else is almost completely, completely open. There's a one or two that have mask mandate for uh, it excludes the vaccinated. But I mean, this, you look at a map of this city, the country is open. And uh, let's also not forget uh, Fox News reported yesterday. I love this. 
California's coronavirus rate is double that of Florida, despite mask mandates and recommendations to prevent the spread of the virus. And according to uh, this dimwit professor of health metrics at the University of Washington, California is paying for its success. This is the world we're in. Okay, you succeeded in controlling the virus. So now you're having infections. Okay. Should the reporter maybe follow up with, um, sir, that's insanity. Uh, You might want to clarify what you're saying there. Here we are. School districts ramp up vaccine efforts, Dowd, Mm -hmm. on kids 5 to 11. This is you as a population reacting. Okay. Last week, the New Mexico Department of Health approved the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine for kids 5 to 11. And remember, they told you that the vaccine was essentially powerless. The waning, waning, right? 40%. They're telling you all of these things, and yet they still want you to get your kids vaccinated. What do we know about the number of uh, fatalities in the state of New Mexico? We're I'll have to go back and check. I think we were at four. Four yeah. total, total. Coming up on two yeah. years. Under the age of 18. They want them masked and vaxxed. On Wednesday afternoon, the kids and their parents walked in the gym at Mackey Cordova Elementary to get the COVID-19 vaccine. Well, some parents are still hesitant. Most parents at the Rio Rancho Public Schools quickly jumped at the chance to sign up their kids. Barbara Butcher, no pun intended, with the New Mexico Department of Health said, we opened up the site on the evening Monday, and just within a couple of hours, it was practically full This is something the New Mexico Department of Health has been getting ready for. There's a lot of preparation, a lot of logistics, and we had a partnership with Rio Rancho in setting this up in place. Anybody waiting for the outbreak that's going to happen between the 5 and 11-year-olds? Despite, are we still going to go back and, you know, blame the people who are unvaxxed? At that point, is it going to be the unvaxxed kids? Like, are we just making sure that every single person – Gets the shot, gets the jab. I think we are. You know the answers. I don't have to tell you this. If Michelle Lujan Grisham can program you, I can go ahead and do the same thing right here in the Kiva. I can tell you exactly what's coming, when it's coming, what it's going to be like. I mean, I could forecast this stuff. It's easy when you've got the playbook. It's what they're running the 24 wham all day long. Quarterback swinging the ball one way or the other. That's it. They've got an all-star backfield called Michelle Lujan Grisham. And she's pretty good at getting through all the loopholes here in the state of New Mexico. And you're like, whoa, she's really great. It's the worst football analogy I've ever heard in my entire life. But it's all true. Yes, folks, here on this Veterans Day, a time which we should be honoring for the people who have, as they're literally telling you on those boards, you know, that, that we owe our lives to the people who gave so much for our freedoms you're not getting any of them back until they say it's time 550 5500 that's 550 5500 back after a quick break uh, right here in the kiva on am 1600 kiva abq.fm rockoftalk.com that's great it starts with an earthquake Fury's breathing down your 
my team reporters travel Trump, Kevin Pryor, look at that, no claims, fine, yes, uh-oh, overflow, population coming through, but it'll do, shake yourself, shake yourself, world, just a dumb knee, just a knee, a heartbeat, dummy, with the rapture, and the rabbit, and the right, right, you patriotic, patriotic, slam, fight, right, like, feel it, pretty sight, it's the end of the world, as we know it, it's the end of the world, as we know it. TV is now available on your computer or for Roku, Apple TV, and Amazon Fire. To download your version, just visit rockoftalk.tv and go to the app section to get the download link for Rock of Talk TV. Music is the great communicator on makeusgodlyagain.com. Well, it may be the devil, or it may be the Lord, but you're going to have to serve somebody. Sometimes we just need a pick-me-up. MakeUsGodlyAgain.com Ready for some adventure? Then explore our new array of Lear's superior camper shells and tonneau covers at Smith's Ultimate Linings. Fiberglass base rails, trimless edges, DuPont automotive finish. Enjoy safety and superior advantages Lear offers. We'll even take $100 off with a purchase of a shell and liner. Visit our website at smithsultimate.com or call us at 505-332-1403 to begin your journey today with Smith's Ultimate Linings. Hey, it's Eddie Aragon. The staff at ABQ Guns stands for your Second Amendment rights, but they believe other freedoms are under attack by the governor's orders. Small businesses are bearing the weight of those health orders, and ABQ Guns believes she owns our state's economic collapse. ABQ Guns urges you to shop local for firearms, ammo, and accessories. Stop by the shop in Riverside Plaza, on Coors, north of Montano, or visit shop.abqguns.com. ABQ Guns, defenders of your freedom. This is Eddie Aragon, The Rock of Talk. Glad to be here with you to help your business. And right now, businesses are in desperate need of cash flow. Many businesses aren't going to make it through this crisis without a solution. Michael Trujillo has that solution. Host of Your Money Matters, 1130 a.m. on Saturday. Michael, how can you help these businesses get cash flow today? Well, Eddie, all they have to do is pick up the phone, give us a call, and we can help them with that cash flow because we have many different federal programs that businesses can qualify for. But more importantly, we all also have over a hundred lenders on hand ready to go ahead and provide these loans to businesses so that they can continue when we are open again for business. Let's help your small business today, folks. If you own a car dealership, commercial real estate, you have a restaurant, how about a funeral home, software development firms, engineering firm, plumbing and heating, you name it, Michael can help you. 856-1171, or you can email him directly, michael at michaeltrujillo.com. That's michael at michaeltrujillo.com. 
Want the honesty, affordability, and reliability of a household plumber without the crack? Call Rogers Plumbing and Heating, family-owned and operated since 1973, for all your plumbing needs. Reaching Albuquerque, Baylor, Moriarty, Santa Fe, New Laguna, Pueblo, and anywhere in between. Rogers Plumbing and Heating is not only fast and reliable service, being family-owned and operated since 1973 means they always put their customers first and hold each of their employees to the highest moral, professional, and ethical standards. So when you need a fix without the crack, call Rogers Plumbing and Heating at 243-9703. Salon Deluxe and Tan Rio West have partnered together to offer hair, nail, and skin care with our signature Solitone, Lumi Facial, and Lumi Lift, and Brazilian Blowout. And this is Deb Slight from Tan Rio West Light. We specialize in permanent makeup, tattoo removal, Botox, Juvederm, spray tan, and eyelash extensions. You can reach us at 896-0586 at the salon or call Deb at Tan Rio, 994-2390. We're located at the Country Club Plaza in Rio Rancho, New Mexico. Hi, this is Mark Minicucci with the Minicucci Insurance Agency. We are privately held and locally owned. We market property and casualty insurance products and risk management services primarily to a variety of companies located within New Mexico and the surrounding states. We are able to meet the needs of a large international company as well as small local businesses. We focus on construction, onshore energy, defense contractors, healthcare, professional liability, and a variety of other industries. Call us today at 883-3683. Fly me to the moon. Let me play among the stars. Let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. In other words... Hold my hand In other words Baby, kiss me Fill my heart with song And let me sing forevermore You are all I long for All I worship and adore In other words, please be true. In other words, I love you. 431, yeah, get me out of here. Fly me to the moon. I'd love to go there right now, especially we got new lockdowns coming. It's coming, folks. Bahamba, COVID takes a toll on Santa Claus. Yep, you won't be seeing that uh, as well. Frank Sinatra reminds me so much, uh, Dowd, of Christmas. Remember? I oh, mean, of course. It's just unbelievable. That music is Christmas. His voice is absolutely that. Back in 1944, Sinatra signed with Columbia Records, and the rest is history. Iconic, uh, for sure. Your favorite Sinatra song, Dowd? Oh, I like Stars Fell in Alabama. Oh, wow. Uh, it's kind of a deeper cut, but uh, love that. Yeah, Frank, of course, was the young mop top with Tommy Dorsey, but in 44, he went off as his own man, and... Uh, well, the rest was history, as they say. Handsome dude, yeah. Connected all the all the good stuff. Well, we got we got, we got uh, bigger things to do. Some people say that Frank was connected uh, to the mafia, right? Of course, <clears throat> that uh, he got cut out of uh, JFK. The mafia elected JFK. Maybe took out JFK. We don't know, but you know he was depressed during that time. Not to mention uh, the fact that he lost the the love of his life. I suppose so. It, Several times. Four. How many times has he met that guy married? Four? Let's see. A uh, lot. Four or five Nancy, times. Nancy, then Ava, then Mia. He was four. Four, I guess. Never yeah. got over old Ava, though. Yeah. Uh, 
Well, but we also think that maybe there was a return engagement with Mia, and that's what produced uh, <gasps> Satchel, who became Ronan. <laughs> you know the deep, it's, it's really complicated. You know the deep cuts and the deep history. Take a look at Ronan Farrow and take a look at Frank Sinatra. Look at that facial structure and the eyes. You cannot tell me that that's Woody Allen's son, folks. I mean, come wow. on. <clears throat> anyway, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying anything specific. <clears throat> it's all just pure allegation and speculation. Nothing new under the sun there, D-Dowd <laughs> uh, Including crime itself. Uh, I want to segue into that. The FBI no longer looking at hate crime. We're all in this together. We're at a crisis. In fact, uh, Channel 7, Nancy Laughlin, was, she was uh, going to the mat with this. All of a sudden, Tim Keller got reelected. The Democrats are back in power. And uh, liberal media is absolutely going to do something about it. It's no longer on their docket. You know these votes were a cook, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, this stuff is in, and it's in early. Nancy Laughlin just uh, talking a lot about uh, this FBI. What's what's our local guy who is so adamant against hate crimes and everything? He suddenly flipped the switch, and uh, the FBI is working in conjunction with APD, Perlio County Sheriff's Department. I mean, they're all, all hands on deck now. I, it's mystifying to me, Eddie. You, I, I put this out in the, the Daily Blast, our, our morning email, and you, you pointed this out. I didn't even, I was just sort of popped this headline and it didn't make the connection. Didn't we have week, weeks ago or maybe just a few months ago, the head of the FBI was saying the greatest crime crisis in Albuquerque, New Mexico is hate crimes. Now we have the acting U.S. attorney. These are both federal employees saying, uh, I think we're in a fight for the city. I think we're all in this fight together. We are committed to this fight and we all live here because we all work here. And we're committed to making this a better, safer place. Uh, what happened to the crusade against hate crimes? I thought we were being overrun with hate crimes. I mean, you guys got to get on the same page. You both need to get on a plane, go to the White House, get get your mind right, and then come back to New Mexico. <clears throat> oh, Nancy Laughlin. Let's uh, let's hear from the source itself. Let's hear. I, I think that's the best way to go on this. Uh, we should uh, should we call them our partners? Our media partners. I always like to say the media partners. Just feel like I'm partnering up with them. You know, some weird way, uh, despite the. They took some good shots at me. You know, four point six percent. Eddie Aragon claims to be potentially the first black mayor. What, what else they do? Oh, Eddie Aragon lives in his like all these crazy things. Let's uh, let's hear from Nancy Laughlin. Crime in Albuquerque skyrocketing now more than ever. Local law enforcement is partnering with the feds to fight it. Now these are teams of officers from state police, the sheriff's office, Albuquerque police, and other agencies. They are deputized as federal officers working with the FBI to go after the worst of the worst suspects of violent crimes. They What's funny is we don't know who the victims are. We don't know who the suspects are. <laughs> right. uh, there's no public information on any of this, but suddenly we're federally deputizing both sheriffs and Albuquerque police departments to go ahead and go after the worst of the worst. I mean, and li- listen to the, Listen to the crisis in Nancy Laughlin's voice. Partnering with the feds to fight it. Now, these are teams of officers from state police, the sheriff's office, Albuquerque police, and other agencies. They are deputized as federal officers working with the FBI to go after the worst of the worst suspects of violent crimes. They've had operations in the past with a dozen local police officers working with the feds. That number has now jumped to 40. And federal prosecutors are part of this, too, saying... Federal laws are a lot tougher than state laws. Oh, there we go. We finally, finally, Tim Keller and the FBI have gotten together. (laughs) Hey, here's a great idea that Eddie Aragon had. He said he was going to work in conjunction directly with the FBI and making sure the FBI is going out with the APD and the BCSO to make sure that we're going to deputize them. Did I not say that? Was that not part of my platform? You know what? Do you want power or do you want influence? I'm happy to help out Tim Keller and his administration 
first move out of the box to go ahead and fight crime. Hey, let's take a page out of old uh, Eddie Aragon's uh, fighting crime playbook. And uh, there you go. <laughs> I, 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 I couldn't have, I couldn't have planned it better myself. There's so many directions you can go on this, Eddie. I mean, my jaw is, is dropping. Remember a year ago? What's, or the, what's the summer? ACL you going to say about well, this? Exactly. They better send out a flyer. Um, Donald Trump sends uh, federal forces here. They're called stormtroopers. Mm. Uh, Donald Trump's not in office anymore. I'm thinking a lot of those federal law enforcement officers directing this either on the ground here or back in Washington are the same people who were employed by federal law enforcement a year ago, but they're not stormtroopers anymore because I guess Joe Biden's in the White House. Wouldn't this have been a better piece, Nancy, if you had looked back and compared the reaction, what's happening now with the federal interaction with local and state law enforcement versus what happened uh, not that long ago when they were, when the when the senior senator New Mexico senior senator Heinrich, M- called them stormtroopers. Does anyone remember anything in New Mexico? I mean, are, are, you've got Eddie and and Dowd. Is that it? I mean, to hold people accountable. I mean, whew. there we go. Back in the middle of the summer of 2020, U.S. Senator Martin Heinrich called for the resignation of controversial Bernalillo County Sheriff Manuel Gonzalez on Tuesday in an unusual move. Laced with unmistakable tones of anger, Senator Martin Heydrich called for the resignation of BCSO Sheriff uh, Manny Gonzalez. Uh, there you go. So here we go. They're, they're taking a page right out of my playbook. Remember, Manny backed off of this whole entire thing. So we went straight to the books. We said, cooperate behind closed doors. We'll feed information to the FBI. And what does Tim Keller do immediately with the Albuquerque Police Department? What does BCSO do? <laughs> automatically oh well there was a lot of conversation about how to clean up crime i think uh the guy who's talking on the the talk show host uh unintelligible you know con, uh, talk show host let's go with his idea i think that's the best way a violent crimes they've had operations in the past with a dozen local police officers working with the feds that number has now jumped to 40 and federal prosecutors are part of this too saying federal laws are a lot tougher than state laws i think we're in a fight for the city and i think I think we're in the fight for the 505. I think we're in the fight for the city. I think we're in fighting for the 505. (laughs) Listen to this crap. Who did Fred Federici (laughs) vote for in the recent election? Uh, Uh, Eddie, we're (laughs) behind you. We're we're behind you. Now we're just going to take all your ideas and we're going to get all the credit. No, that's the way it works in here in New Mexico. We have no ideas of our own. Just saying federal laws are a lot tougher than state laws. I think we're in a fight for the city. I just, I just, I, I, I can't hear that enough. Huh? Whatever it took, you know. Three uh, fights coming up. Uh, three words. Yeah, by the four, here we go. Three times. And I think that we're all in this fight together. All in this fight together. Okay, we're fight for the city. Fight together. And here we go. We're committed to this fight. We all live. Wow! <laughs> fight, 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 huh? The little, troika. Rah, rah, rah! Fred Federici, fight for five oh five. Right? This, <laughs> look at this guy. Who is this guy? Who is this clown there? Was he paying attention to the mayoral race? I think we're in a fight for the city, and I think that we're all in this fight together. We're committed to this fight. We all live here and work here, and we are committed to making this a better, we're gonna put safer up, place. And we'll be, all, all he's missing is we're going to put up our Dukes for the Duke City. That's about all we're missing at this point. Look at Fred Federici. That guy hasn't been here. This is the acting U.S. attorney for New Mexico. Anderson's out. Remember that uh, unbelievable scathing, mm-hmm. absolutely scathing eight-page Missive against Mayor Tim Keller. You might remember. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. That yep. was a uh, uh, yeah. That cost him his job, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, he was out anyway. He's like, ah, we can't fight crime here. <laughs> we got a bunch of progressives, and the ACLU has got more weight than anybody. 
doing that by reaching out to our state and local partners. We want people to think twice. Think twice because now as our task force increases. Hey, no, this is Raul. Raul Buhanda. We want people to think twice now. No? No more hate crimes. Now we're focused on real crime. Because hate crime isn't a crime. How about whenever you aim a, a gun at any person? That's pretty hateful, don't you think, Raul? I think that's pretty hateful. What do you think? I think it is. But to think twice. Think twice because now as our task force increases, as we have more of those task force officers that are on the street doing their job. Now the head of the FBI in New Mexico. Uh, like, Nancy's exasperated. She's like, now the head of the FBI is, is involved somehow. And we're talking about FBI and, and, and the feds and, and, and solving crime. And we're, we're at this time in the city of Albuquerque where we're actually going to fight for the 505. Co says this is something that will continue. It is not an operation that's going to stop anytime soon. They're really trying to get the violent crime down in the state, especially here in Albuquerque. A big focus on that crime involves guns. Oh, here we go. Then uh, ah, I heard always got to include that. Uh, where's uh, the gun buybacks that's coming? The city councils will all support that. So, uh, Nancy Laughlin. Boy, the drama. How come? Where was all this drama during the time? Oh yeah, because Tim Keller wasn't running on any of this stuff. Yeah, when Tim Keller was running on this, he was talking about, we can't just say things. We can't just say things. You can't just, like, throw things out. <laughs> Didn't he constantly go to the well with that, like, all the time? 550-5500, that's 550-5500. Let's get to uh, all your text. Uh, I'm just sorry, I can't let this go, Eddie. I mean, no, no, I go just, ahead. How about you call the senior senator and say, Senator uh, Heinrich, uh, a little over a year ago, you were calling the people that were doing this report about stormtroopers. Would you like to revise and extend your remarks or uh, <laughs> you might want to take that back? How, how do you feel now that we're past 100, well past 100 murders in Albuquerque? Is there, was that more of a political uh, announcement on your part? You don't seem to object to the federal role in Albuquerque now because there's a different person running the federal government. Any, any comments, Senator? Does journalism exist anymore? What is the ACLU when they start throwing everybody in the pinta? Huh? Come on, Edie. He wasn't, Beto wasn't that bad. No. He was a good dude. He just got off on the wrong foot. No. God, why is the FBI got to be all up? Uh, come on. What's going on? I, I'm a good guy. Huh? I'm a father of 12. What's happening? There it is. We're going to start throwing him in jail. And then what's the ACLU? What are the progressives going to do? Are they going to say that? Uh, did, Tim Keller moved way too far to the right. <laughs> They're being tough on crime. There's more than a thousand people in jail. What? There's more than a thousand people in jail. <laughs> My gosh, that's uh, about where we are uh, right now. I'm glad uh, glad to see we're affecting some level of change here in the in the Kiva. Zeta, they walked me out. I need her in. Uh, oh, I can't say all this. Wow, this guy's really upset. Scott's all worked up today. What's it? Eddie, help. While making calls for Lori Robinson, many in her district said they did not know about the runoff. Send in the uh, send in the volunteers. We're helping out. Wait. Wait. Uh, your partners with the local media. Wow, I wouldn't have guessed you were into. Wow. You guys are you guys are going deep today. I can't say some of the things that you're writing. Eddie, we need the Espanola report back. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, no. The skies is falling. So sad. We are being led by a chubby hen nesting in Santa Fe. <laughs> I'm not letting my kids get jabbed. Good, good, good for you. Good for you. Good, uh, excellent. There we good go. for you. The, lo the local media are such drama queens. Sadly, you endowed are the only truth tellers in the state. Thanks, Matt. I yeah. appreciate that. Uh, Eddie, she's a tyrant. The tiny rent. Tiny tyrant. A lot of different names. Mini Mal. 
Yeah, I like that Minnie Mouse. That is the best one. Yeah, still the best. Minnie Mouse. How can the people of the state call themselves free? Don't shop at Whole Foods or when forces the mask. Wear it or leave is the mantra. Mantra. Excuse me. Uh, Eddie, how does a state senator not live in the state he represents? Uh, well, uh, he's yeah. a U.S. senator, but yes, his, I believe his wife and children live in Maryland, which I don't think is part of New Mexico. They live in Chevy Chase, right inside that comedian, no? You can't stop. Once it starts, it's just the, it's the rest of the show. E, how do they fit? <laughs> he's not that funny. <laughs> At my hospital, my nurse manager told me she sat in on a conference call where they discussed forcing the jab, no matter religious exemption or not. Keep in mind, I'm unvaxxed and have been on the front lines caring for the sickest of the sickest and probably the most non-compliant person in the facility. I have not contracted anything, Wow. at least not that I know of. And they're not forcing eye protection for a respiratory virus. There's no documented case of being contracted through the eye mucous membrane. Do you think they got this policy by watching Bull Durham when Kevin Costner told Nuke to breathe through his eyelids? (laughs) (laughs) Hospitals are forcing nurses out, then paying quadruple to bring in the travelers. Thank you, darling. Uh, say, uh, this all just makes me sick and makes me want to cry. Don't cry. No llores, mijo. Relax. Uh, Eddie, a friend went to Presbyterian Urgent Care because she has a sinus infection and needed antibiotics. This happens to her once or twice a year. The healthcare provider refused to treat her because she wouldn't let them test her for COVID. I've talked to so many people who have a sick friend or family member who have COVID. Ironically, they are all vaxxed. How many times are you hearing that now? In Corrales, right? Everyone who has the COVID, right? They're vaxxed. Beleaguered, beleaguered crisis care equals death panels. We were warned about. There you go, Obamacare, death panels. Remember, remember, nobody should live past the age of 80. We were warned about, and of course, some will be more equal than others. This is actually, you know what? That's a good point. These are the new death panels, just done in a different way, when without the actual gavel, right? Yeah. Go, go to the death. Let some get some signs that say, let's go Brandon Grisham or just Flush Michelle. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> can't read that. KKV, Aaron Buck, Burnett, and Vote just insulted you by playing my recordings. I don't care. Let them do whatever they want. They've got no ratings. Either suck again. Uh, we got bigger things to focus on, like what's happening with the mask mandates. Forecasting the future healthcare crises for our city. Um, you know, I ran for mayor. That's a very serious job uh, to lead the city, to run this uh, city, making sure that you know our flock, if you will, 550,000 of us are are taken care of. You know, we see this. We care deeply about you. Uh, we know that there are many other states and cities that are open. I can tell you that there is not one death that's been prevented. Uh, by the government. I think we all can agree on that at this point. And um, we are going into another situation for the state of New Mexico that most of you somehow in some weird way are going to be on board with. Yet I firmly believe that most of you, from my standpoint, are not going to be on board with. Mandatory vaccine, the masking, and now we've got the crises, right? Or the crime that's now taking place. You know, people are having psychological fits, PTSD. They're not reacting normally. Uh, when you see multiple people, no matter where they go in mask, has a tendency to sort of elevate a uh, level, whether it's because you can't breathe through a mask or whether it's because you can't see somebody's face. Believe me, 
when you start looking at forms of communication, lip reading, body language, you know, all of these types of things have as much to do with communication as does what I'm doing to you right now, which is just speaking. And it's creating a psychological situation that's increasing our level of hostility towards one another, towards the government, and it's creating a hell of a lot of mistrust at this point. That is why we're seeing what we're seeing. That's not anecdotal. I wouldn't even say that that's philosophical. I would say that that is now coming from wisdom. 19, now going 20 months in on this. I'm sick about it. I know you are as well. I know we're all trying to get through this, but it doesn't seem to be improving. We gathered 20,000 signatures, individual signatures, to impeach MLG. We've done everything we can. I've run for everything. State party chair, I've run for mayor, I've run for CD1. Done running. Okay. This is the best influence I can have every single day. And you've got the PRC trying to remove my radio license along with competitive radio stations who don't agree with my philosophy. This is them trying to shut you, your voice, down. We are fighting for the 505 daily and have been on a number of fronts, not just crime, not just COVID, but for businesses, essential, non-essential. Think about how incredibly important that is. How about for our frontline workers, our firefighters, Albuquerque police department workers that are out there? And how about most of all fighting against the corruption here in the state? The reason why things are the way they are is because of the corruption that you keep enabling by voting bad people. Manny Gonzalez and Tim Keller are as corrupt as they come. Bill Richardson, Hector Balderas, Michelle Lujan Grisham are as corrupt as they come. Yet you continue to play the politics of fear, and you have nothing to fear. There's nothing to fear here. You either stand up for yourself or you literally will. You literally will just do whatever they tell you to do. And that's what you're doing right now. I'm sick about it. I hope you do something about it. Love to get your calls and your reactions here. Do not fear. At least doubt and I are here every day from 4 to 7. And as a small repair shop owner, I will not be deemed as non-essential again and be told to shut down again. I'm done. I'll go to prison. Good for you. Good Remember, for you. this ends when we all say no. Masking and lockdowns will continue as long as MLG keeps getting federal money to help her out of the hole she keeps digging. Not to mention MLG is up for 2022 re-election. She will conveniently push voting by absentee ballots. When her campaign signs go up, everyone needs to dress her signs up with masks hanging all over them. They can't stand the truth, and you give it to them every single day. Michael checks in. Thank you, veterans, for your service. She reads this uh, from Michelle Lujan Grisham. Today on Veterans Day, I join the many Americans who are honoring those who have served this nation. I mean, it's just blather. I don't care to read anything she's posted. Another month of mandates, Eddie. Month of mandates? Well, that's the message the voters sent by electing a communist again, Tim Keller. We'll just keep taking it and taking it and taking it. Yes, you will. What do you think is going to happen next year at this time? What do you think is going to be happening in the 2022 election? Press Urgent Care and Rear Rancher did the same thing to my grandson, Eddie. Mom refused, then Doc refused to treat. Lo and behold, the doc that refused to treat put his heart Put on on his chart presumed COVID positive. <sighs> presumed COVID positive. Scum. Later, MD's name mysteriously disappeared off the chart. My son is suing. 
Good. She posted the flag upside down. Wow. Michelle Lujan Grisham on her uh, Facebook post posted the flag upside down for Veterans Day. Wow. Eddie, you mentioned reading somebody's face lips, whatever body language. I had an interpersonal communication class that I had to take for associate's degree in code welding. And the entire class was concentrated on body language, facial expressions, happy, sad, serious, whatever. When we're all masked up, we're ghosts to each other. That's what they want. It's also something in Islam that's known as submission. That's how they got everybody to do what they wanted them to do. That is currently what you were in the process of going through as we speak. I can say it very, very easy now. I can say it as something that is now factual without being alarmist. You're accepting of this. There's nothing that I can do alone any longer or doubt can do. You have to do it together. And unless you stand up and fight back, you're going to continue to get this over and over and over. 550-5500. That's 550-5500 right here in the queue. Any final words, Dad, before we hit the top of the hour uh, news? Uh, just uh, very quickly, uh, a piece will be coming tomorrow. It is a real journalist's guide to learning the facts about COVID-19. Since Tessa and all of our community here in the media in New Mexico, they're so surprised by our uptick in numbers. I'm going to show them the kind of things they should be reading. And if they had read those things, they wouldn't be quite so surprised about what's happening. More people, Eddie, need to understand what an Irish democracy is. An Irish democracy is when you don't adhere to any of the rules. You just don't tell anybody. I've been go- doing it all along, and I've been, and I'm going to continue. Back after the top of the hour news, right here in the Kiva on AM 600 KIVA, ABQ.FM, RockofTalk.com. Download our app at RockofTalk.tv and RockofTalk.com. It might save your life. Not mention, not to mention, subscribe at RockofTalk.chat. busy world, it is always nice to take a little time to sit down and relax. At Monty's Cigar Shop, we offer everything to help you do just that. There's nothing better than spending time smoking a great premium cigar with family and friends. 
Monty specializes in artisanal, hand-rolled cigars that make up just 2% of the worldwide cigar market. With over 2,000 different kinds of the absolute best cigars for you to choose from, you are guaranteed to find the perfect fit. Whether you've been smoking cigars for years or you're just starting out, we'll find the right cigar for you. Stop by and see us at 3636 San Mateo in Albuquerque or give us a call at 505-881-7999. That's 505-881-7999. 2020 has impacted so many things, one of which is how we live in our home, how we work from home, do school from home, even how we have meals, social connecting, and enjoying entertainment in our home. This is Tracy Venturi of Venturi Realty Group of Keller Williams Realty. Every year, 10% of homeowners sell their home. For 2021, it's estimated that the number will be even higher. For many, the plan to move in the past year was derailed or postponed, and many more have recognized the need for a different home for how they live now. You may not be ready to sell your home yet, but at some point, you're curious about how much your home is worth. Don't trust an automated online estimate to know the value of what is most likely your most important asset, especially in today's fast-moving market. Call us, the number one Keller Williams real estate group in New Mexico, your neighborhood expert. And when you do decide to sell, don't leave money on the table. You can choose the number one real estate team that will get you premium marketing and maximum value. Call today, 448-8888, or visit us online at welcomehomeabq.com. Amazing Grace Personal Care Services is companion care at a reasonable rate, including mobile assistance, meal preparation, household services, cognitive assistance, and support services, and more. 505-796-4900. That's 505-796-4900. No matter where your journey starts, it will end at Ann Matthews Bridal, where you will get to say yes to the dress. The Ann Matthews selection from nine top designers, including the Disney collection to 18 different lines, brings the shopping experience of New York and Dallas right here to Albuquerque. Call 890-3736 for your own personal shopping experience. Ann Matthews Bridal, 890-3736. Located across the street from Coronado Center at 6121 Manal Boulevard. Sun's up and dine-in tables are open every day at Sunny Side Up on Manola, Louisiana. Breakfast and lunch at Sunny Side Up. You know, it just doesn't get any better. Sunny Side Up specials are yours online. Sunny, that's a place I like.com. Auto thieves make stealing your vehicle a priority. We make preventing your vehicle from being stolen ours. RevelcoNM.com. 505-550-4994. 505-550-4994. Looking for a full-service landscaping company that can design, build, and maintain your landscape? True West Landscape is the company for you. Whether you are a property manager or homeowner looking for that quality weekly service, True West is here to help. Contact the True West team of professionals today so we can show you our quality service options at 505-395-7770, 505-395-7770, or visit online at truewestgroup.com. This is the Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. President Biden hitting the road to highlight his infrastructure bill that was signed late last week. The White House saying Biden will visit a bridge in Woodstock, New Hampshire on Tuesday. Biden set to sign a $1.2 trillion infrastructure bill on Monday. Gas prices continue to rise in the United States, with Americans on average paying a dollar more per gallon than they did last year. Arkansas Republican Senator Tom Cotton tells Fox News 
Democrats are hoping for gas prices to continue to go up. They want gasoline to be 4 or $5 a gallon to get people out of their pickup trucks, sure. their SUVs, mm -hmm. into small electric uh, compact vehicles or bicycles or scooters or subways. This is the design of Joe Biden and the Democrats' policy to shut down oil and gas production in this country. And you're listening to USA Radio News. From city streets to back roads, from road warrior to carpooler, there are some things you can always count on, like the reliability, durability, and power of Die Hard, America's most trusted auto battery. No matter where your journey takes you, count on Die Hard to get you started on the road ahead. Available at your local Advance Auto Parts and participating CarQuest stores. Just in time for Christmas, Mike Lindell has dropped the price of the standard classic MyPillow, regularly $69.98 to $19.98. Now, queen and king size slightly higher, but that price includes a free press and pack bag so you can take your MyPillow with you anywhere. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, use my promo code USA, or call 1-800-951-8175. Support Mike Lindell and American Jobs and give MyPillow for Christmas. The president of China isn't going anywhere. The leaders of China's Communist Party are set to extend his rule again next year, formally giving him a third five-year term as a party general secretary. Ohio Congressman Mike Turner tells Fox Business people should be concerned about China's recent aggression. Now that we see this military buildup uh, and their uh, more aggressiveness in the area, they just did a military exercise with Russia and China where they circled Japan, threatening our ally Japan. It really gives us all concern as to what direction China is really going and what does it mean for the future for the United States. And if you're looking to snag some great deals, if you are a veteran on this Veterans Day, Outback Steakhouse is giving military veterans and active personnel a free Blooming Onion and a Coca-Cola product. Olive Garden also providing veterans and active duty military a free entree from a select menu Thursday. The offer is dine-in only. USA Radio News. Hi, I'm Wayne Alaroot. If you like my radio show, you're going to love my podcast, War Raw. Each podcast, I present my top ten most outrageous, salacious, and controversial stories of the week. I break down the best of the best raw truth stories for conservatives, libertarians, patriots, taxpayers, Trumpers, and deplorables. Anyone who appreciates God, guns, gold, and tax cuts will stand up and cheer for War Raw. Check out this week's War Raw podcast right now. It's available to download at iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, or wherever you listen to podcasts. War Raw. War Raw. Over 7,000 veterans killed since the 9-11 attacks are honored by Gold Star families at the Lincoln Memorial for Veterans Day in a name-reading event hosted by Tunnel for Towers founder Frank Siller. He spoke to Fox News regarding the event. You listen to these names, and I, and I, and I know so many of these Gold Star families. It's just gut-wrenching uh, to know the sacrifice that was made. But America has to realize there's a sacrifice made, and that's why we're reading these names. Siller is also giving 35 mortgage-free homes to Gold Star families. The trial of Kyle Rittenhouse takes a new turn Thursday when one of the defense attorneys asks forensic photo expert James Armstrong if enlarging images with an iPad distorts the picture. When you enlarge these images, are you changing any details? I am not changing any details. What are you doing? We are simply just adding pixels to make the image larger. 
The defense is using the argument in an effort to prove the teenager charged with murder wasn't pointing his gun before encountering the three riders he shot in Kenosha last year. Week 10 of the NFL season kicks off tonight with the Baltimore Ravens traveling to Miami to face the Dolphins. Kickoff set for just after 8.20 p.m. Eastern time. That game can be seen on Fox. For USA Radio News, I'm Kim Berg. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA, BQ.FM, rockoftalk.com, 550-5500 here. Hour two coming right at you from Tatooine. That's the <laughs> sunset that you're getting outside there. And didn't the uh, Jawas, uh, the, what do we have, the Raiders? Uh, yeah, yeah, Sand uh, People. Sand People. Um, and I was thinking of uh, uh, Obi-Wan. Uh, Obi-Wan. You know, I, people know that I <clears throat> part of the job, I, I have to go to Santa Fe from time to time. And I was thinking, as I approach Santa Fe from now on, I should just think in my mind, Obi-Wan, Santa Fe, you will never find a more wretched hive of scum and villainy. <laughs> Tatooine. <laughs> Billy B. Williams was the cool. Was he the oh. only? Was he the only black guy in the entire universe? Was, like, the first wondering. three, yeah, yeah, I would say. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there was other black guys. Uh, and, Samuel Jackson was in the prequel, right? He really? Yeah. I have no yeah. idea. And then we had that That's... British guy, uh, uh, Finn. Was he there? Oh no, oh, one, of them, one of them. I, you know, it's, they, they ruined Star Wars for me. <laughs> I, all the stuff that's come along. You, you thought the we... prequels were bad? Wait till you see the J.J. Abrams stuff with uh, what do they call the Mary Sue? The the the, the Ray, who's the Mary Sue character who can do nothing wrong, and she becomes a Jedi overnight. And you know, it just there's no there's no hero's journey. You know, Joseph Campbell, you have to go through the hero's journey. And, and a lot oh, of the wow, critiques yeah, do, yeah. that I listen to online on on various services, a lot of the guys who watch sci-fi and comic books and everything, they they really are making this interesting point that the feminists in Hollywood now. Have, are ruining entertainment and, and ruining all this intellectual property like Star Wars and, and superheroes because they're pushing. It's not that they're pushing female. They're, they're, there's always been strong female characters. Uh, Ripley in the Alien series, uh, Buffy the Vampire. We've always had strong females in sci-fi and superheroes and all that kind of stuff. But the things they're doing now, these women are what they call Mary Sues. They never go through the hero's journey where you, you start out from innocence, you suffer something, things even get worse. You go, you, you endure that hardship, you rise yourself up to a, another level and you eventually overcome that obstacle. It's just, they're all what they're called Mary Sue's. They just, they're perfect. Everything they do is perfect because feminists in Hollywood are so crazed about, about saying little girls don't have any role models. They can't portray any negativity that happens happening to any of these female characters. You've got to go through the hero's journey. You, you, you can't just do everything right. That's not, nobody cares about a story like that. If you're perfect from day one, you've got to go through that hardship. You've got to overcome. Every story is like that. You know, the Lion King is like that. Luke Skywalker is like that. Let's add some structure to it because I think this is way above uh, our listeners' pay scale. So let me, let me, let me, uh, Mm -hmm. let me, let me go through that because it's a sequential, uh, by the way, clockwise, 12 step. It's the 12 step. The 12 step program. There you go. So the one is the call to adventure. And we got the uh, supernatural aid when you're speaking to God or something beyond you. And you just and you can only discover that once you leave the place from which you, you know, you've in, incurred some level of, I don't know, crises, destruction. I would say that's right. Then you have the threshold. That's where you meet the guardians, right? The people who are on the quest with you. Is that is that that's mm-hmm. what you know? Mm-hmm. And then you go through another threshold, which is the beginning of transformation. Oh, 
transformative. There we go. And you find a helper and a mentor, mm-hmm. a little sage advice. Obi-Wan. And then all that knowledge gets, you know, sort of tested, right? The challenges and the temptations as you sort of confirm your faith, right? And then you find an additional helper there at the end. That's where you find Yoda, by the way. You've been through there. You know your strength. And suddenly you're making the, uh, the X-Wing uh, levitate. Uh, and then <clears throat> you delve into the abyss. You go through something that's transformative. You lose something. Mm-hmm. That's when, is that when you lose Obi-Wan? Yeah. yeah. Maybe you, lose, uh, you go into the abyss, death and rebirth. You discover who you are. That's revelation. After the revelation, transformation. I don't know uh, what you become something and then you atone for the things not sure where what you're atoning for there maybe the fact that you know too much maybe at that point and then you go back into the known world you get a gift of the goddess uh the return the victory sweet victory and uh that is known as what Dow just uh described very quickly it just hit him all at once <laughs> as the hero through but we talked about jordan peterson i think yesterday i mean as he says over and over again, I mean, this is the story again and again. It's Pinocchio. It's the Lion King. It's Luke Skywalker. These are just different. Uh, Harry Potter. He's big on Harry Potter, which I had to endure taking care of my 11 or 11 years. My, my nephew, I was not a big fan of the Harry Potter story, but it's the same hero's journey. And, and you, and it, it, if you're perfect, if Luke Skywalker is sitting around tattooing, being perfect, not, there's no movie, there's no story. And I think that's what a lot of the woke stuff is ruining, whether it's the identity, whether it's gender or whether it's race or whatever. Oh, our young people, they have no role models. They have to, they, you know, they have to see people who look like them on the screen in order to inspire them. But of course, these characters can't go through any hardships. They can't have any, uh, they can't fail. They can't like Luke rush off to fight Darth Vader when he wasn't prepared to do it. And he got a real beat down for that. Everything has to be perfect in their lives. Like uh, Ray, that little girl in the new Star Wars figure, uh, Star Wars movies. And I believe the term is called the Mary Sue. The Mary Sue is perfect. Everything she does is perfect. Everyone just worships her. That's not the hero's journey. It's a, as, as Eddie just read, it's a very complex, complicated Lord of the Rings. Frodo goes through the hero's journey. It's, we, we all, we're always telling the same story. It's just different, you know, different characters, different looking characters, different speaking characters, different throughout time. Um, and that's one of the reasons that I think a lot of these woke movies and woke TV shows are, are failing because they're not tapping into that sort of Jungian collective consciousness we'll, we'll start doing carl young we're gonna get real deep tonight ladies yeah, well, we're, we're deep into uh i think your uh, literary appetites hmm. uh and your uh historical knowledge of uh you know the paradigms that have been established uh well within the annals of i don't know literary masterpieces i'm assuming is that, is that am i about right yeah and and like peterson says these why do these stories resonate across cultures people who speak different languages they, they it's through time we've appreciated these stories it, 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 it links us together like that because we're all human oh we used to talk about how we're all human remember we used to talk about how content of our character not the color of our skin we used to talk about how we're all the same now we're I don't even oppressors know. and oppressed now. I don't even know what about. human is anymore, to be quite honest. Uh, yeah, you had the huts. They were worm-like crime lords. Uh, who would the huts be? Uh, Jabba. Oh, the huts would be the Democrats. Oh, yeah, oh, okay. The Jabba, yeah. the huts. Yeah, uh, the crime huts. lords. <laughs> yeah, the, the Jawas would, that would probably be us. Hmm? Humanoid rodent scavengers. <laughs> uh, rodent scavengers and traders, and one of the native forms of life on Tatooine, as we uh, sit here. Who would be the Tusken Raiders or the Sand People? Fierce nomadic humanoids and one of the native life forms of tattooing. They'd be, uh, I think, those would be the Republicans. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Tuscan mm-hmm. Raiders, I think it would be that. And then the humans would be the people like, uh, we just got to New Mexico. Well, we're leaving. 
And uh, speaking of that, I think it's time that we uh, I tried reaching out to the conservative New Mexican, but he's uh, sipping uh, mint juleps apparently on his porch <laughs> reading for Hemingway, him. and uh, somewhere in New Mexico, <laughs> we don't know where. That's Nick uh, Wilbur, and he's uh, posted a couple of things here. It's really, despite the bright colors and the uh, beautiful graphics that are popping out at you, it's it's a very negative, bleak look at New Mexico. Just listen to the, and it's great, folks. It's really good writing, uh, and better yet, it's even better thinking. Uh, here's the last six articles. Um, let's see. Here we go. Tribe, uh, no, I'm not going to do that one. Here we go. It's election day. Vote like your future depends on it. Albuquerque election analysis. Don't blame fraud when ignorance will do. Why we left Albuquerque, mm-hmm. which is a good one. Read that last night. Uh, Equality would be UNM women's team cutting ticket prices 20%. And Albuquerque is lost. So uh, that's the one I think that we should sort of pivot on. It happened on uh, October the 31st. And I think it painted the a very bleak picture of what was happening and your feelings about the vaccine. You've been programmed, as we said in the first hour. Uh, you know that it's imminent at this point, the masking, the vaccine, uh, the shutdowns, and you're going to agree to it. According to the journal polls, this is sort of the uh, scary stuff. It says, do you support or oppose a mandate that uh, mandates requires uh, employees to be vaccinated for COVID-19? 63%, two-thirds of the people supported. Four out of five of you voted for a Democrat. Now, I'm not talking to our audience. They're they're, they're too smart for this stuff. Mm -hmm. But... (laughs) Here, here's the let me let me uh, lift this off of uh, the conservative Mexican. My thinking was if Republicans turn out to vote, they win. Democrats are low information voters with fair weather, young and minority blocks who show up when a national celebrity is on the ballot for in the case of Obama and in the case of Trump, or arguably. It's an off year election. Mayor Tim Keller has overseen record homicides. The city is overrun with homeless people. Police officers are leaving in droves and COVID. Democrats run everything and everything is well, the S word. Are uh, voters so stupid to continue putting these people into power? I increasingly thought no. There was a shot. But then the Albuquerque Journal COVID poll came out this morning showing that 63% of city voters support vaccine mandates. They support forcing people to get a shot that's been on the market less than a year to not prevent the spread of a virus that is likely not going to kill you. I mean, it's so straightforward and hard-hitting. You won't see that anywhere else. you got the conservative New Mexican. you got the stuff that we have here in the Kiva that we relate to you every single day. And this stuff is easy for us to go ahead and put right in front of you because it's right in front of you. We're here. He's there. It just takes you relaying this information to other people. Tell people you listen to the Rock of Talk. Tell people you listen, that you left KKOB, that you came over here to the Kiva. You know, my radio station in the last year, you know what this Thanksgiving coming up is? It's when my, you remember, my translator got taken down. They literally went to the crest at 429 in the morning. You could see the video. At 429 in the morning to take down my translator. Do you want to know why that happened? It wasn't a robbery. Nobody goes up into three feet of snow to the top of the crest at 429 in the morning on the weekend of Thanksgiving to take out a translator because they're looking to go ahead and make a few bucks and uh, uh, breaking federal law to, by breaking into an FCC-guarded and National Forest Service property. They do it because they hate what Eddie Aragon was saying in the Kiva last year, that 
It was election fraud. But the election was stolen. He would not shut up about the fact that Donald Trump actually won the election, that it was impossible, mathematically impossible for Joe Biden to get 80 million votes. That's what happened. They wanted you to believe it. They wanted you to believe that there was some level of crime or they wanted to believe that there was you know, something that Eddie must have done to go ahead and create something like this, but none of that was done. And here we go into a long winter for yet another season with another lockdown now imminent. And you're more focused on legalize it. We want to legalize pot. Is this going to help us? Is this going to help tourism? Is this going to help, you know, get more and more people that are here? We got $8 million today. Did you realize that from the federal government to go ahead and help with tourism? How are we going to help with tourism when Santa Fe, Albuquerque, and everything's going to be shut down? Insanity. Like, this doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Come here and be miserable. Tourism in New Mexico. Economic, uh, we have a new economic development plan, right? Didn't they put that on the front page of the Albuquerque Journal today? We have, mm-hmm. we have a 20-year plan. Is it, is it next 18 years of COVID, making sure <laughs> that uh, Democrats uh, succeed and then telling you how people can virtually come here? Is it the expansion of uh, voting on another stadium or another expansion from Meow Wolf somewhere? Or how about our film industry? How well do you think that's going to do going forward in the state of New Mexico? What do you think is going on with the whispers between the crews and the workers that's happening, not to mention the labor situations? Do you think they're ever going to be able to film, you know, more Denzel movies or more of these other movies? I don't think it's going to be quite as vibrant as it once was. I think the Alec Baldwin will have a absolutely abhorrent effect on the New Mexico film industry, which we have subsidized, induced, and do everything we possibly can to bolster their investment here, despite it not being an investment, because we give them 25 cents on the dollar back for everything that they, quote-unquote, invest here. New Mexico itself is in a real crisis. I don't know at this point if it's going to find its way back. I think I'm realistic in doing so, and it looks like a lot of that is centered around what Nick wrote, not just Albuquerque is lost, but why he left Albuquerque. You got one comment on it. It's not a positive thing to say. Cindy responds, this is beautifully written story about the downfall of Albuquerque. I admire this man and his family. I grew up here walking the streets with friends and not having to lock doors. We never worried about people stealing. There were no homeless that we knew of. So many big cities have lost their way. And I mostly blame the corrupt politicians. Bingo. Bingo. But I think Albuquerque will continue on the same downward spiral because it is the definition of insanity. So allow me, Nick, to go ahead and literally read it. And if you want to find it, this is the one reason why you need to go ahead and subscribe daily to theconservativenewmexican.com. Mind you, this is a very young man. He's got 1,660 followers, almost matching the name of our station, 1,600. Enter your email, subscribe for notifications, get the downloads, leave the others behind. It's all crap that you're getting. This is real writing, not some little snippet report, not crap that's being put. Even Dowd likes this. <laughs> my likes my all, standards are impossibly high. That's true. Dowd, I, I think Dowd likes almost nothing. That's true. Even my own stuff I don't like. <laughs> 
I read all your stuff. I read all of this stuff. The minute I hit publish, I think I could, I could make it better. I could make ah, it better. ah. <laughs> Perfectionism is a curse, ladies and gentlemen. <sighs> Several years ago, we moved to the west side from the Northeast Heights. We didn't know it at the time, but the reason we moved then was the same reason we left Albuquerque entirely this fall. Our home in the Heights was modest but beautiful. I said when we moved in that I'd retire in that house. My wife and I agreed it was an ideal place to live, especially out our old age and rocking chairs on the back porch, reading Hemingway, taking in the sun, drinking mint juleps. It was on a quiet street with parks on either end, secluded from the traffic of the main thoroughfares. We were happy there, but then again, we were happy as renters in the South Valley before that and would be happy years later in yet another quadrant of the Duke City. Perhaps the secret of happiness lies in the partner, not the property. In four short years, things started changing. It wasn't political, or at least not noticeably so. It, it didn't follow any national trend or observable sea change in society, but it happened quickly. Seemingly overnight, we had bums, zombie walking down our street in the middle of the day dragging blankets behind them as they shuffled past, looking over their shoulders and snooping in yards. Some good neighbors left the area and others signaled similar intentions. They rented out their homes to less than desirable people. Nick moved in next door with his pit bull. He had a job hauling construction materials from work sites to the dump, but instead of taking said construction materials to the dump, he pocketed the cash and burned the materials in his backyard, which in a modest neighborhood where each home is lucky to have six feet of separation from the dividing fence was basically our backyard. The boom of his accelerant doused fires rattled our windows. A mother and her two adult sons blessed us with their presence a few months later. One of the sons was a streetwalker on Central with a ponytail and children's backpack. He glanced over his so- shoulder at every car, even on our street. The other offset their rent by doing yard work. The five or six minutes he lasted wielding a hoe was agonizing for every neighbor within an earshot. <laughs> he screamed obscenities at his mother, who stood at the front door, screaming obscenities back. A few doors down, a polite and busy middle-aged methamphetamine addict brought a new vehicle to his dad's house every few weeks. For hours every night, he would be under the hood, cranking wrenches, presumably fixing things. Methamphetamine, it turns out, is not the greatest stimulant for mechanical endeavors. The cars piled up more broken than when they even arrived. When we moved to the west side, we were fortunate enough to hit the market at just the right time. Property values, they were high. Demand for our area, high. And we found a beautiful but poorly marketed home. Wall-to-wall carpet, a yard without a single plant in it. The photos were bad. So we got in low. It wasn't our forever home. We were on a five-year plan to find some land, some peace, and quiet. But... The market spiked again, and our five-year plan materialized a couple years earlier than expected. We'd planned ahead of time, putting every spare dollar into the house, wood floors, new doors, paint, lighting, a ton of landscaping, and we cashed out. Who's to say if the market has peaked? Maybe it hasn't, but our return on investment felt almost criminal. It was to get the hell out of Dodge, so we did. I sincerely thought leaving the city would be bittersweet. I anticipated that my kids would miss their old stomping grounds, their rooms, the familiarity of home. I thought my wife would regret to move away from the best neighbors a family could ask for. And in a way she does as I do. We were blessed to live in the type of neighborhood you see in the old movies. Neighbors just dropped in to say hello. It wasn't just borrowing a cup of sugar. It was spontaneous backyard barbecues. 
coming over to help unload plants and pavers and bags and soil from Home Depot, hearing us talking outside after the kids went to bed and bringing their quote-unquote rolling rocker speaker over for an all-night dance party in the backyard. We had dinners together, spent holidays at each other's homes. I was up on my neighbor's roof more times than I would have liked fixing his perpetually broken swamp cooler. We hauled gravel and cut down trees for each other. It was a true community of truly good people. And they became true friends. But even they started seeing the writing on the wall about what Albuquerque was becoming. The COVID lockdowns were a big change, forcing one couple to relocate to Florida on a whim that was so fast it felt insulting to those of us they left behind. Another couple lost their daughter to a drunk driver. Yet another lost their son in a drive-by shooting downtown. These were not strangers whose children were quick mentions on the nightly news. They were not faceless statistics. These were friends. Despite all the good conversations, always turned to the bad. It was unavoidable. It was everywhere, and it seemed to be getting worse. We had made the decision to homeschool after the governor implemented mandatory masking. We encouraged others to do the same in hopes of sheer numbers would force state leaders to reverse course. If you do not revolt, the powerful will not relent. But our friends didn't. Our readers didn't. They complained online and bent the knee to the governor's requirement to mask children as a condition of attending schools and fairs. Conversations about moving away became more frequent. Our conversations on the porch at the night grew less peaceful. Then it became urgent. What was the point of living in a large city when the amenities were mostly off limits to people who didn't want to muzzle themselves or their children everywhere they went? The local electorate that can't say no to any bond measure and a local government that can't seem to make anything better, no matter how much they tax us or no matter how much of a budget surplus they get, the country life became more and more appealing. We shared the idea with our friends and neighbors, and they were, they were surprised by their support. Everyone we told said they'd do the same if they could. But for work, school, nearby family, everyone had a similar plan. Someday. It went fast after that. We got 10 offers on our house in 36 hours. We found a nice place away from everything on enough land to plant a few crops and at a price we could afford. And just like that, we renounced our Albuquerque citizenship. It's quiet out here. The birds and coyotes and buffalo grass blowing in the wind remind you that you're still in New Mexico. No gunshots, though. No constant hum or traffic, no airplanes, no speeding cars or barking dogs. I've seen more sunrises in the last 14 days than I have in my entire life. The full spectrum of colors of the New Mexico desert are unpainted masterpieces at dusk and dawn. Everything is slower out here, sometimes to a fault. Country folk operate at a different pace. It took two weeks to get the internet. Trash service was delayed. <laughs> Getting a mail key happened when the post office decided that it would happen. That's just fine. We had no delusions about what we were getting into. Gardening and more than a few 10 by 2 flower beds is a chore requiring hard labor and constant attention. Old houses have endless problems. Roofs and they need shingling. Rooms need painting. Art needs hanging. Sinks need lights and floors need replacing. It's a fair trade. There are transients outside of the city limits because the homeless don't have free food and shelter and medical care to draw them in. No matter where homeless begins, where immigrants enter our borders or where refugees are dropped off, they all ultimately migrate to the largest municipalities. It's not rocket science. Cities offer government housing, free and medical services, clothing drives from do-gooders, and free transportation to all the handouts they'll ever need. There is poverty in rural New Mexico, but it's a different kind than the kind you see in cities. People live on less. They haul their own water, and many don't even have internet. 
They work with their hands, not at computers. There's a significantly lower concentration of wealth and, as such, a smaller tax base, fewer resources, more distant amenities. Whether any of those are pros or cons is a matter of perspective. As for the pangs of nostalgia, they're easily offset by the beauty of the unadulterated view of the New Mexican landscapes. And when you left behind a very loud and bright and dangerous city, what you arrive at is at a place that is quiet and open with views from every window and land with endless possibilities. It's impossible to muster much in the way of longing for what's lost because it all feels like all a game. Country living isn't the life for everyone. For us, though, that was the point. We still hold out hope for Albuquerque. We pray for its future because its fate plays a role in the fate of the entire state. From Atone to Lordsburg, politically as well as economically, one day our kids may want to try their hand at city life, college or employment or love, or I draw them into the Duke City limits. And for their safety and prosperity, we pray for the safety and prosperity of Albuquerque itself. For friends we've left and their families, we hope things improve and we hope for their well wishes in turn. Our journey has just begun. It'll be long and exhausting. We aren't escaping city life just to sit inside and watch TV, work away. Its land does not till itself. The cords of wood that will heat our home need splitting and stacking. Chicken coops need building. Puppies need training. Fences need mending. And as a society, we have lost our connection to our land, to our food, to the skills of basic survival. 12 years in Albuquerque, voting, talking, and writing and advocating for a more sane and political future has done little to move the needle. We cannot control what others do, how they vote, or how they live. We can only control ourselves, and we shall, in rocking chairs on the back porch, reading Hemingway, taking in the sun, drinking mint juleps. That is from the Conservative New Mexican. You can go to theconservativenewmexican.com. The right alternative I wish you'd changed. I just don't like the word conservative anymore. I think there's so many better words uh, to kind of put it out there in context. But hopefully you took something from that. We'll be checking back with Murder Mike here in just a moment. Get the last 24 hours on the counts of all the crimes that you tune in for each and every single day. This is now your way of life, New Mexico. You're going down into another lockdown, another masking, another max vaccine. You're speechless other than my and E. Dowd Muska's voice. Back in a moment. Hi, I'm Ben Lucero, president and owner of Indigo Mortgage and proud to be a locally owned and operated mortgage company right here in New Mexico. Being local carries many positives for consumers, such as being able to meet face-to-face, you will receive quick response times, and all loans are processed here locally. And you will always talk with the same people from application to funding. All of our employees live here, and all profits from loan origination stay right here in New Mexico. Indigo Mortgage believes in supporting our local economy, and if at all possible, we use local vendors for supplies and technical support. I personally hire and vet all loan officers, and I assure you that your loans will be dealt with both ethically and with knowledge. Indigo Mortgage can offer the best rates and terms available on the market, so contact us today. On the net at indigomortgage.net or by calling 836-5700. That's 836-5700. Indigo Mortgage, because nobody cares more about your mortgage loan. NMLS, 188-348. This is why people from all over go to JJ's Premier Tire and Services. This is Josefo from Santa Fe. 
I just blew a tire in my trailer. I was on my way to Albuquerque, and I stopped at JJ's. So glad I did. The manager came over right away, quoted me an amazing price, and they had it in stock. No waiting. Within minutes, I had a new tire. Ready to go. I have a fleet of trucks, and I've never received this kind of service from anybody. I'll be back. JJ's is your complete automotive repair center. From oil changes, brakes, alignment, air conditioning, to repairs on your engine to keep you safe on the road, JJ can do it. Hi, I'm JJ, and we've built our reputation on honest, fair-priced auto repair. And we can service any car, light truck, or SUV. When we service your vehicle, we'll do it right. Trust JJ's Premier Tire and Services on San Antonio, just west of Wyoming. Call 821-5771. That's 821-5771. Hi, this is Ava, and I love sitting on the Monroe's patio just enjoying some chips and salsa. And I'm Stella. I love the fresh air. And enchiladas and tacos. Hey, Grandpa, what about the fresh air? Ooh, and some red or green chili with a cool beverage. And the fresh air? Oh, Grandpa, this is the best meal. It is delicious. Hey, guys, what about the fresh air? And what, and what about, about the, the fresh, fresh air? air? We are going to Monroe's in the Heights and downtown. Directions at chili.theplaceilike.com. Ready for some adventure? Then explore our new array of Lear's superior camper shells and tonneau covers at Smith's Ultimate Linings. Fiberglass base rails, trimless edges, DuPont automotive finish. Enjoy safety and superior advantages Lear offers. We'll even take $100 off with a purchase of a shell and liner. Visit our website at smithsultimate.com or call us at 505-332-1403 to begin your journey today with Smith's Ultimate Linings. Hi, I'm Kevin with Futons and Frames. We've been doing business in Albuquerque for over 30 years. We have the largest selection of futon frames in the state. Our futons are made right here in the USA. So if quality, service, and knowledge of product matter to you, then come on down to 4311 Manal or call us at 881-6863. Want the honesty, affordability, and reliability of a household plumber without the crack? Call Rogers Plumbing and Heating, family-owned and operated since 1973, for all your plumbing needs. Reaching Albuquerque, Baylor, Moriarty, Santa Fe, New Laguna, Pueblo, and anywhere in between. Rogers Plumbing and Heating is not only fast and reliable service, being family-owned and operated since 1973 means they always put their customers first and hold each of their employees to the highest moral, professional, and ethical standards. So when you need a fix without the crack, call Rogers Plumbing and Heating at 243-9703. I need something sweet, chocolate, vanilla, fudge with fruit, nuts, cream jelly, mouth-watering, tingling, sensational, and I need it right now. Not just from anywhere, it must be the Candy Lady in Old Town, and they'll even deliver. Check out the Candy Lady at CandyLady.com.
536 here in the Kiva, little naked eyes there. You're like, uh, you, that, that, when is that? Like, like 1983, Dad? That's, oh. uh, that's some, some time very, ago. Very, very, very 80s. Very 80s. Did they ever have anything else? They, is it Kaja Goo Goo? <laughs> you had uh, naked eyes. You had, uh, what, what else? Frankie goes to Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't put them in that same no, category. No. It's like, it was one hit British one, Human League. Oh, yeah. Dexy's Midnight dun, Runners. Dun, 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 dun. I'm only human. Speaking of uh, human, I already got uh, Murder Mike. Murder Mike was the case that they gave me. How's it going, Murder Mike? I am doing pretty good. Okay, all right, Eddie. It's a beautiful Thursday afternoon here in the Albuquerque area. So, I mean, it's a nice day. I, I tell you, I had such a good time up, up in Los Alamos yesterday, talking with the people and everything like that. Just funny, uh, just what an impact that station is making. The station oh, is making my God. Give it up, Mike. It's not. Uh, it's coming down, bro. <laughs> I don't know what the hell <laughs> well, you're talking about. I literally, I literally count. I literally talked to like eight advertisers today. And did you I, really? Uh, well, yeah. I, don't mean that. I don't know. Do I? Is this is this sort of like the Chris Ramirez? Is this a Chris Ramirez intro, or is like if we're if we're telling ourselves that if we're being honest with ourselves. We're being honest. If we're qualifying, if we're really being honest with ourselves, yes, I'm telling you the truth. Listen, I right. know you are. Okay, well, I contacted them, and yeah, not a single uh, sale from uh, Los Alamos, not a single sale from uh, Santa Fe, from what we can tell on the uh, the mighty the mighty 1490. Yeah, nothing coming through. So, anyway, oh, so save it, save it, bud. I'm I'm can it. Let's just give us just give us the straight skinny. We're uh, we're o for we're o for nine months on uh, Los Alamos and Santa Fe. So you know, as far as I'm concerned, that whatever that bleeding is coming in, it's not bleeding into uh, our marketplace. I mean, that's a you have restaurants shutting down in Los Alamos. They're quite happy with their woke politics mm -hmm. and uh, late, literally firing 284 people yesterday was their last day, 11 10 21 D day for 284 uh, great brilliant scientists who aren't allowed to go ahead and make their own medical choices. So uh, as far as I'm concerned, I'm done So, uh, yeah, there you go. Up, up yours, as Dow just put out there. So he's, he's, yeah, he's with me on me. So, Well, uh, it's, it's, it's sorry. It's, it's, it's sad because uh, I know that, uh, that there, there's, there's a group of people that really enjoy the politics that you're, you're talking about. In the, and you mean your family? Well, they love you. <laughs> All right. Well, they can just go to ABQFM. So we're not going to get past it. Just, just the way that it is, buddy. So let's uh, let's uh, move on. Tomorrow's move, gonna, moving on. Turn the page. Well, the sun will rise tomorrow. You know, say la vie, whatever it is. I just, I don't care. Go ahead. All right. Well, you know, uh, this is something that uh, I've had a couple of people ask me about, and um, I didn't pay too much of attention to it until Greg Mackley's asked me about it. He suggested that I become a member of the police oversight committee. What do you think about that? Yeah, bad idea. Bad we, idea? Yeah, we need you as an independent journalist. So, you know, don't get involved. 
You don't you don't need to be involved in anything. Just just do your murder mic stuff. Seriously, half the time you're. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm out there in left field anyway. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I just don't think uh, you know that's not your that's not your bag, baby. You just need to <laughs> stay away from that. Just don't do that. Just stick to doing what you do. I mean, that, it's hard enough to put these uh, these segments together with you. I got to say, some days, some days you're brilliant. Other days, uh, you're still my shining. Yeah. You're still my shining star. We'll put it that way. Oh, thank you. You're so kind. I maybe has that is. He just said because you support the police department so much, maybe you should get more involved. But that, uh, that and you know, well, anyway, uh, last the, night the was pre, just a, the, uh, the preamble on Murder Mike is sometimes ten minutes, five minutes. Uh, you never know. It's just <laughs> he's waiting for the big stuff. All right, all right. Give me the give me the skinny on this. These stats I've now asked three times. Go ahead. Well, we had a third night that was quiet in Albuquerque last night. I mean, to tell you that uh, I was listening to scanners as always, and I was getting increments of between two and four minutes where nothing was being transmitted. There was no activity at all. I thought they were going encrypted and sneaking one bias, and then they start talking again. I mean, that's how quiet it was. I was just, uh, I think you have, you're having an impact at the start of the show. Uh, I really do, because it, it, uh, it was just, I couldn't believe it when I, three nights in a row, and I'm, I'm nodding off going, what's happening? We're, what's you know, of course, they kind of made up for it. Why don't we hear, here's a new slogan for us. How about make Albuquerque safe again? Oh, yes. Well, moving right along. Are we still there? We're here. We're just, oh, okay. we're, wait, we're waiting okay, for well, the anyway, staff, dude. Any day. No, no, no drum roll. It's Veterans Day. Thank you, veterans, for all you've done to in the support protecting our country. We appreciate you. Uh, there were five assaults reported last night with only two domestic disturbance calls, one attempted suicide and one rape reported. Additionally, there was one stabbing, a male with a stab wound to the neck, non-life-threatening, as well as three disturbance calls and five down-and-out calls. There how does one, a, uh, I got to ask, uh, how does a, yeah. a non-life-threatening threat, uh, stab wound to the neck? I mean, the, there's more well, blood flow through the neck than there is any other part of your body. So how is that non-life-threatening? Well, if the police responded, the rescue responded, they talked to the guy, he refused medical treatment, so the police had to intervene. <laughs> just stop, just, and, just stop. There, no one got stabbed in the neck. Uh, some guy that got stabbed in the neck did not refuse medical treatment. Let, let's get real. It's, then it's not a stab. Something's missing. <laughs> <I'm self-shaving>. <laughs> <laughs> was it, is this a guy who was shaving and called 911? He's like, oh. Yeah, I'll just, I'll just be, I've got some nicks. I'm, I'm just calling it the way it was dispatched. You know, so that's why I thought it was kind of unusual. But but otherwise, there was also a botched arm robbery reported where an unidentified male went into a local convenience store brandishing a weapon and demanding cash. However, he was so intoxicated, he passed out before the clerk could even <laughs> get the register open. So the police placed him under arrest quickly. And on the other hand, today was the was busy because beginning at 5 a.m., a full dispatch of uh, Albuquerque Fire and Rescue to the uh, commercial structure fire, and that was at the old first store, Central and Juan de Bo, which, if you remember, that's where we stayed just a couple of weeks ago for your um, event down, downtown or down at uh, that pizza place. That's where they all stayed at Central and Juan de Bo. That's no more. That's being leveled because it was a fully involved structure fire there. Upon arrival, there was smoke and flash showing. I'm totally not following. What you're talking about? What pizza place on Juan Tabo? 
Oh, yeah. The, uh, the, uh, Eddie Aragon, the, the Republican event that we had down, uh, on 4th Street, you know, prior to the election. Oh, that's, oh, how did we go from Juan Tabot to, uh, Luigi's, uh, on, a, on a Sunday? Uh, they actually, they caravan. Oh, from the caravan. Way. Got it. Okay. Now it's clear. Yeah, okay, okay. So from the caravan down to, okay. Got it. I was, we were like totally, I'm trying to follow along here. Okay. Keep going. Yeah, sorry about it. Yeah, they all met at, uh, at that, uh, in the parking lot of the old first store at uh, Central and Wanda Gold before they began their caravan down to Luigi. So, but that is no more because uh, upon arrival, there was smoke and flames showing and a defensive attack was quickly launched on the fire. The fire was quickly brought under control and com- and completely out in short, at a short time later. Previously, this had been home to one of the biggest bingo halls in New Mexico for several years. The cause of the fire is still under investigation. However, arson is expected. Minutes later, at 5.15 in the morning, in the Old Town area, an Hispanic male broke into a Speedway store on Rio Grande, just north of Old Town. Police quickly responded along with CIT units and began a dialogue with the suspect. After a short time, the suspect gave up without incident and was placed under arrest. Then at 12.10 this afternoon, BCSO responded to the abandoned family dollar store in the South Valley, the calling party had reported that while remodeling the that store... That should be like the most successful business in the entire state. What are you talking about? Who the heck is abandoning <laughs> a family dollar store in the South Valley? Right? <laughs> right? <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. What, 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 that is the, literally the most unsuccessful most profitable franchise in the country. Series. That yeah. stuff should be... Did, he, did they literally just steal all the merchandise? <laughs> That's the only thing I can Probably think that so. happened. Uh, okay, let me hear about that. Is that the only family dollar that's gone out of business in the entire country? I wouldn't be surprised. I, it's unknown. It, it, it was just that's the way it was dispatched. Is the abandoned family dollar store in the South Valley <laughs> oh and the streets? You know. Well, here's the curious part about it. No, the no. The curious party, part. The curious part about it is already. It's already the the abandoned family dollar store in the South Valley. That's the lead. That, that's, <laughs> right there. Don't yeah, that's, bear, that's don't bury right the there. lead. What are you talking about? My God, what a report. I, I'm telling you, somebody calls and they come over the scanner. I, I kind of wonder myself, this is the way they're dispatched. So I just report it the way it's dispatched. So it's one thing you can say. I mean, uh, everything I report here is directly from police radio communications. So, I mean, you're getting factual information that you don't get anywhere else. But the calling party had actually reported that we're remodeling the store. He discovered a good-sized trailer. Inside the store, I guess it belonged to workers or whatever before that, and it had a large cache, and I mean a large cache, of weapons and ammunition inside. So maybe it was a stash house for gangsters to keep their guns when they... Where's BCSO on that? How how does man, little man Manolito not know about what's going on with the large stash of of, uh, of guns and ammo and everything inside the family doll? Like it's, it's right there in plain sight at the most visited place in the entire South Valley. That's right, and BCO is investigating, so we'll oh. see where this goes. Um, I don't know where it goes, but uh, they should have uh, been on top of that a long time ago. Wow. Well, at 1.19 p.m., then, I was the first on the scene of a working structure fire at the Via del Sol Apartments at 3948 Montgomery Northeast. I sent you pictures of that. Initially, there were reports of people jumping from second- and third-story windows. Uh, however, when I spoke to several firefighters on the scene, they were unaware of the incident. So uh, they were, it's unsure if there were any injuries and in the extent of injuries, because I couldn't get anybody to talk to me. I don't right. know why the, they were too Why the firemen the fire. wouldn't talk to you and they didn't acknowledge the fire, yet they were on the scene? 
they did they were they were busy fighting the fire, I guess you could say. I tried to snag a lieutenant who was running around yeah. uh, totally insane. He said, don't say anything. Don't, don't report anything. You know, I said, well, I asked him, what about people jumping from windows? We don't know that that to be true. Don't, no, don't no, start reporting nothing, anything. Like nothing that. to see here. There it is. Okay. Kevin Bacon. Yeah. yeah All nothing. is well. <laughs> Frank, Frank Drebin. Well. Nothing to see here. <laughs> nothing to see here. Frank Drebin. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, I got there. Uh, no, so what, what, what started the fire? Toaster? Uh, it's under investigation. Arson is expected, but they don't know. Again, I couldn't get anybody to talk to me. I uh, I was running around the scene trying to find, ask, asking questions, and trying yeah, to get somebody, don't worry about who, don't, anybody. Don't ask you. Just report on what's there and uh, make guesses at this point because they're not going to tell you anyway. And um, by the way, I think your uh, Fantasia uh, responses from uh, uh, Frontline Theater is pretty amazing. <laughs> anything, oh, anything else, uh, uh, Murder Mike? Yeah, we'll finally right up the street at 315 this afternoon. An armed robbery to an individual took place in the Hobby Lobby on, on Montgomery. The, the victim had just exited the store when he was tackled to the ground by the offender and robbed. Who's robbing the Hobby quickly. Lobby? At 3 o'clock in the afternoon? Like at 3 in the afternoon? Like, and there's only yeah. like 60-year-old women that were working in the front. And there's like only four of them in the entire place. Scrapbooking. And you... <laughs> <laughs> Or knitting. Uh, buy, there's the people who are buying yarns and, uh, you know, making uh, doilies. I don't know. Well, the suspect was last seen westbound on Montgomery in a gold four tourist. <laughs> I, 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 I don't make this up. This is what's coming over the scanners. <laughs> I only work here. Well, anyway, uh, that's, a quick look. that's a quick look at what's been happening in the Albuquerque yeah. area, Eddie. Quick, so, quick. Eddie, down you guys are doing a dynamite job. I gotta check out Dow's column. I mean, that's really neat. I'm gonna be doing that, Dow. So thank you, sir. Uh, watch, watch, watch my subscription. So well, uh, Murder Mike, just before you go, uh, I I'd love to add this to uh, an upcoming piece. I really need to know a little more. You gotta flesh out these, put some flesh on the bones here. Botched armed robbery, at a convenience store. The gentleman passed out. You said he was brandishing a weapon. I'm not going to be satisfied until I find out what, the what that weapon is. And I'm really hoping for as we're, well. Let's all say it together: machete. Oh, would that be good? <laughs> These machetes seem to be the weapon of choice they now. Do, they they have nine out of ten assaults. Yeah, they, they be do. going done with a machete, and then they drop off, and then they pick back up again. I don't know. Maybe some maybe a dollar store is having a, a sale on them. I don't know. <laughs> Where do you buy a machete? I think you should only be able to buy anything, you know, so they can trace you by a credit card. No cash transactions. We have a machete at the orchard, either. so maybe I'll ask my dad where yeah, he got it go. many years ago uh, before I was born, bro. Wow. That was uh, really one of the weirdest Weird wild stuff. One of the wild most wild unusual uh, uh, news reports, murder mic reports, I think we've ever had. There we go. A dollar store abandoned. I did not know that. <clears throat> Back in 64, he recorded it. The great Tom Jones. You know, women used to throw their you-know-what at uh, old Tom Jones. There it is. 551, back and forth. It's not unusual to have fun with anyone. You hanging about with anyone. It's not unusual to see me cry. I wanna die. It's not unusual to see me cry. I wanna die. It's not unusual to go out at any time. But when I see you out and about, it's such a crime. If you should ever wanna be loved by anyone. It's not unusual, it happens every day. 
no matter what you sing, you'll find it happens all the time. Love will never do what you want to do. This is Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. Glad to be here with you to help your business. And right now, businesses are in desperate need of cash flow. Many businesses aren't going to make it through this crisis without a solution. Michael Trujillo has that solution. Host of Your Money Matters, 1130 a.m. on Saturday. Michael, how can you help these businesses get cash flow today? Well, Eddie, all they have to do is pick up the phone, give us a call, and we can help them with that cash flow because we have many different federal programs that businesses can qualify for. But more importantly, we all also have over 100 lenders on hand ready to go ahead and provide these loans to businesses so that they can continue when we are open again for business. Let's help your small business today, folks. If you own a car dealership, commercial real estate, you have a restaurant, how about a funeral home, software development firms, engineering firm, plumbing and heating, you name it, Michael can help you. 856-1171, or you can email him directly, michael at michaeltrujillo.com. That's michael at michaeltrujillo.com. Albuquerque really is the place I like, but things have really been changing, and it's been a long time since I've been to church. Where do I go? Go to churches.theplaceilike.com, and you'll find a church that's perfect. Churches.theplaceilike.com. Bad credit? Need it fixed? At Credit Rescue, Inc., our services have been used by mortgage companies, banks, and auto dealerships to help people who have been turned down for credit. Don't spend the next 7 to 10 years as a victim of high interest. Remember, knowledge is power, and you now have a way to get back your credit worthiness. Bad credit can haunt people for years. Let's rescue your credit at Credit Rescue, Inc. Call me, Mike Ramos, to set up an appointment today at 505-899-1448. That's 899-1448. Hey, it's Eddie Aragon. The staff at ABQ Guns stands for your Second Amendment rights, but they believe other freedoms are under attack by the governor's orders. Small businesses are bearing the weight of those health orders, and ABQ Guns believes she owns our state's economic collapse. ABQ Guns urges you to shop local for firearms, ammo, and accessories. Stop by the shop in Riverside Plaza. Encores north of Montano or visit shop.abqguns.com. ABQ Guns, defenders of your freedom. Music is the great communicator on makeusgodlyagain.com. Sometimes we just need to pick me up. Makeusgodlyagain.com. Don't get caught unprepared to defend yourself. I'm Keith Cope with VigilantFirearms.com. We provide calm, safe, and effective training for concealed carry or any other gun training classes. VigilantFirearms.com, 312-0065. 312-0065. Maintaining your cutting equipment is essential to the longevity of your tools and the quality of your product. Whether you're a woodworking professional, metalworking professional, hobbyist, or you just need a new edge on your kitchen knives or gardening tools, trust the sharpening experts at Precision Sharpening to help keep your tools in excellent condition. 884-8229, 884-8229. Chris Napier here with Loan Depot, the mortgage guy. As you look for the best ways to provide and protect for your family, the structure of your loans is critical. Your mortgage payment and its terms could be behind the curve. Let's ensure that when you're buying or refinancing your home, you have the best total cost. Call me at 505-710-2499 and MLS number 330093. Hi, I'm Walt Arnold with Sperry Van Ness Commercial Real Estate. Are you currently leasing but have always wanted to own a building? Looking to take advantage of all-time historically low interest rates? Call my direct line now at 256-1255 or visit waltarnold.com. 
Are you in set it and forget it mode with your investments? How's that working for you? Let's have a look. I'm Tom Crow of Crow Financial Advisors, and I'll give you a few ideas. Visit crowaboutmoney.com or call me at 243-2281. It's not what you make, it's what you keep. What's your plan for the financial future you want? Call Tom Crow at Crow Financial Advisors to change your approach to money. Dial 243-2281 or visit crowaboutmoney.com. Well, she's all you'd ever want. She's the kind I'd like to flaunt and take to dinner. But she always knows her place. She's got style. She's got grace. She's a winner. She's a lady. Whoa, whoa, whoa. She's a lady. There you go. Right? Then once you go Tom Jones once, you got to keep going. You know, It's nonstop Tom Jones all night. Uh, do you think uh, Tom Jones uh, went all night? I'm pretty sure he did. Uh, according, <coughs> we know uh, we know one one place that's not going to go all night, and that is uh, Farmington. What the what oh, what the heck is going on in Farmington now? So distressing, Eddie. Just uh, so it's a United Front. We're presenting United Front. United Front. Uh, yes, healthcare professionals, elected officials, and law enforcement from from all across San Juan County. This. This is one of the last remaining sane parts of the state. My beloved niece, Anastasia, is from San Juan County before Aww. her parents moved her down here to Albuquerque. I have a soft spot. I've been trying to get up there to see the oil and gas display at the museum because we're, you know, we've just celebrated our 100th anniversary uh, of oil and gas, the industry in our state. Of course, the governor and no member of the congressional delegation, I'm still looking at their social media, no one has acknowledged that. The most important non-government inter- industry in New Mexico, and no one in elected office has acknowledged that we just passed the 100th anniversary. That's just a little pet peeve of mine. Back to the article. 75-minute session yesterday, organized by the San Juan Regional Medical Center, Mm. came during, of course, an unprecedented surge in COVID-19 cases in the country, a county. It featured presentations by the hospital CEO and president, an emergency medicine physician, and the chief... Is this San Juan Regional Medical Center? San Juan Regional Medical Center, uh, and the chief nursing officer, but get this, ladies and gentlemen, we know the healthcare people, they're all in the tank for for Fauciism, but who else joined in on the, of course, virtual town hall meeting? We can't actually go anywhere anymore because we're all going to die. Our, town meeting. Our Zoom meeting. The virtual town meeting uh, yeah. also featured, you guessed it, Mayor Nate Duckett, Farmington Police Department Chief Steve Hebe, uh, San Juan <laughs> County Commissioner John Beckstead, San Juan County Sheriff uh, Shane Ferrari, and Dr. Laura Perahon of the New Mexico Department of Health. They wanted to uh, present a united front, and I guess uh. the quote was, we're going to ask for your support and your help. We all need to get vaccinated in San Juan County. I just love this approach. Hey, guys, what we're doing isn't working. Let's do more of it. <sighs> They're going to drive right across the state line. They're going to go straight to Arizona and Utah. They're yeah. like, we out of here. Just in case uh, we didn't hit Farmington hard enough uh, you know, during the rest of the time, uh, we just we just polished it off. There you go. Just in time for the and, you know, and they drove away the Republicans. That's what that's I love right Farmington. There. What, what's going on? They're going to jump on the road like a little little Eddie Rabbit. Summon on the Tindo. All right, back up to the top of, top of the hour news right here in the Kiva. Thanks for listening.
This is the Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. Blizzard warnings are issued as a snowstorm in the upper Midwest strengthens. The first significant winter storm of the season is expected to bring high winds and snow to the Dakotas and Minnesota. Day 8 of the Kyle Rittenhouse murder trial is over in Kenosha, Wisconsin. The teenage defendant has been charged with five felonies for killing two rioters and looters during five nights of riots and looting in Kenosha, Wisconsin last summer. Regarding disproving the self-defense claim of Rittenhouse, constitutional law professor Jonathan Turley says, Uh, This was a difficult case to make under Wisconsin law. They have a very robust self-defense rule. And more importantly, you then followed that difficult standard uh, by a series of prosecutorial missteps. USA Radio News. Foxball Radio is looking for a co-host. Yes, you heard me correctly. Nationally syndicated radio show and popular podcast. Rockstar Radio with Billy Gerard is looking for a co-host. In fact, two segment co-hosts. One will join Billy Weekly talking about all things financial and another for a weekly review of the national real estate and mortgage market. Co-hosting with Billy Gerard could be the move that puts your career into overdrive. For all the details and to schedule an audition with Billy, send an email to bill at rockstar.today. That's bill at rockstar.today. Or go to rockstar.today slash co-host for all the details. Rockstar Radio is looking for two expert co-hosts. It could be you. Email bill at rockstar.today or go to rockstar.today slash co-host. Being on the radio with Billy will make you the expert in the field. It could take your career over the moon. Get all the audition details at rockstar.today slash co-host. Lawmakers and military advocates have raised concerns about the rate of suicides among veterans. Secretary of Veterans Affairs Dennis McDonough offers services within his department to address that rate on Fox News. If something's bothering you, come forward. We're here for you. Um, And uh, we have a wide range of services, whether you want to talk to another vet or whether you want to talk to a mental health professional, we're here for you. Employer-based health care family premium prices are outpacing wage growth and inflation. According to the Kaiser Family Foundation, average premiums are up 4% from last year and 47% from 2011. Deductibles have surged over 68% in cost from a decade ago. Additionally, employers at smaller companies face deductibles up to 70% higher than those at larger firms. Currently, around 155 million Americans rely on employer-sponsored health coverage. USA Radio News. Hi, I'm Wayne Alaroos. If you like my radio show, you're going to love my podcast, War Raw. Each podcast, I present my top ten most outrageous, salacious, and controversial stories of the week. I break down the best of the best raw truth stories for conservatives, libertarians, patriots, taxpayers, Trumpers, and deplorables. Anyone who appreciates God, guns, gold, and tax cuts will stand up and cheer for War Raw. Check out this week's War Raw podcast right now. It's available to download at iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, or wherever you listen to podcasts. War Raw. War Raw. Zillow reached an agreement to sell around 2,000 properties from its home flipping business that it's winding down. Zillow announced last week they're pulling the plug on their tech-powered flipping operation after the algorithm they set up screwed up. Nick Cianciola is a registered realtor in the Phoenix market. He tells USA Radio News what Zillow selling these homes means to the real estate market. Nobody's going to be able to buy these homes anymore. They're gone. They're off the market now. 
Like at, at originally, they had a chance of not being in an investor's hands, and they were going to resell them on the market to families and everybody else that could buy them and move into them and make them their own house. But now they're going to be long-term rentals because the only people that are going to be buying these houses are not you and I. They're going to be BlackRock, you know, the big venture capitalists that can afford to buy, you know, 10, 15, 20, 100 houses at a time in a package deal. So those guys are not going to be fixing them up and flipping them. They're going to be holding on to them and renting them out. And when you have two or three big entities that own large groups of houses in areas, they're able to control rental rates a lot easier now, man. Like all they have to do is flip the switch. If they want to charge a hundred bucks more a month for rent, they can do that. They own a thousand houses. Week 10 of the NFL season kicks off tonight with the Miami Dolphins hosting the Baltimore Ravens. Kickoff set for just after eight o'clock Eastern time. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. in the 505 with more 411 here for your third hour. I am Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk, AM 1600, KIVABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com, Roku TV, Amazon Fire, Apple TV. Yep, folks, it's legal now. And uh, soon coming to a storefront and wherever you want, it's uh, you're able to possess it. Uh, it's <clears throat> on so many fronts. I just don't believe in any rehabilitation whatsoever. You are welcome to go ahead and uh, do what you want. Now that you have the government not just advocating, gaining money off of it and uh, bringing their quote unquote blends and competing with that. I sent some alarming information to uh, D down Moscow and uh, there's no doubt that the drug itself, pot, marijuana, whatever you want to call it, is uh, one of those gateways. Um, I can tell you that that is the green flag loud and clear for everybody in New Mexico to go ahead and say, hey, it's OK. We're on board with this. So 
back in June, let's look at this, that it's legal for people in New Mexico to possess recreational marijuana and actually grow the plants at home as of July 1st. Okay. So all the rules for the launch of pot sales that are going to be beginning. Is it January 1st, uh, DDAD? I must believe get, so. I yeah. think it's January. You've got to set up 1. a regulatory regime, of course. Yeah, so you got the whole thing, and here it is your government's uh, condoning this. I think, what are we, now we're one of 16 states, is that correct? I think so. 16, I, think it's six, right. 16, I think it's 16 states. Yeah, 16 states. And Washington, D.C. Connecticut and Virginia uh, joined up as well, is that correct? Mexico joins a wave of states that have broadly legalized pot through the legislative process rather than by voter-approved ballot. Up to 19, Eddie, up to 19. 19. So everybody's, everybody must get stoned, according to Bob Dylan, in 19 other states. So Michelle Lujan Grisham is going to try and leverage this as part of getting the youth vote out. Now, the only thing, yeah, I, yes, that, that is absolutely correct. Okay? And I wouldn't call it... Um, I wouldn't call it a wise move by her politically. I think this, given the economic calamity that's hit our state, you know, making sure more people are government dependent, making sure that everybody in the state of New Mexico is making $15, that she is mandated. You know that now. Yep. Yeah, that's $15. And you have recreational marijuana and no criminal possession of it, essentially. So less than two ounces, I think. So these, if she doesn't remember... All of these passages or attempts at passages of this actually failed. And this is a good lesson for the Republicans in 2022, for them to be against it, given our crime, our level of crime, and then our level of homelessness. This is an issue that we can actually, because this is an introductory year. 2022 is an introductory year for the legalization of pot. And you're not going to see the vast improvement on the crime front. You can't, you literally cannot, and mark my words, you cannot improve crime while at the very same time legalizing marijuana. Every one of these states that have legalized marijuana, they've seen crime go up. They've seen homelessness grow. They've seen crime increase. Okay, so this, is, this, is, this has happened. If the Republican Party really wants to stand up for something, and I believe that they will and they should, they might want to take on the whole cannabis. They might want to take on the legalization of this because they can actually win on this issue. I know that there's been some push uh, to federalize the legalization of this uh, as well. We've seen that coming from Kamala and Joe Biden. That would never pass uh, snow, <laughs> snowball's chance in hell, as they say, given their level of popularity. And the moral suasion uh, argument is impossible to ignore. Because people would say, well, you know, we don't want that for our kids. We don't like the public schools. What about breathing, inhaling, all these types of things? How do you feel about it politically the way that this plays going into 2022 is the Republicans should jump on the side that, hey, this is not a good thing, at least not now. We aren't responsible, at least not now. You know, make that uh, argument at the very least. So <clears throat> the rules, they're allowing more marijuana crops per business three times as part of this legislation, the 1,750 plant limit for medical cannabis growers. Think about that for a second. 5,000 plants, folks. Enrollment in the medical marijuana program went past 100,000 people. 100,000 people, that's more than 5% of our entirety of our state. 
I don't know where we're at right now. Remember the medical marijuana cards that were coming? Everyone was getting medical users at uh, a cannabis dispensary in Santa Fe. Welcome the changes that took effect. Everybody must get stoned, including the elimination of taxes on personal supplies of medical cannabis. Hey, this is the rationalization that they're using. I'm on a budget. It's going to help me because I can have six plants instead of four. In the past, I've grown a lot. Here we go. We need more people hanging at home. What's our unemployment rate? 48, 49, 50, 50 ranking. You think that this is going to help? So this is, I hate to say it, the silver bullet, the elixir. The one thing, if the Republicans can find it and find a way to market and push back on the moral suasion argument that this is bad and just not now, not at this time. And this is, we turn her into the pot smoking, uh, partying, Wagyu eating, tequila drinking, dog pooping, uh, yeah, water bottle throwing governor that she is. I mean, if we literally do that, I'm telling you, the Republicans just might have a chance in 2022. Now, I certainly think that there's a solid chance, certainly in the House, maybe to rescind, push back, put it back on the ballot. Let's see what it really is. Figure out a way to go ahead and and shut this industry or hurt this industry in some way, shape, or form. But we also know that there's a portion of the Republican Party, Darren White, uh, <clears throat> the governor's uh, ex-husband, Susanna Martinez. I think he's involved in the medical marijuana uh, business as well. So you're not going to see a whole lot of people, the whole lot of courage who are going to push back on this. This is going to take A lot of those patriots, uh, if you will, out there who are going to do what they can to say this is just not the right time for this. Now, I'm, I'm addressing this today because we are going to go into this new year between now and the next, I don't know, 46, 47 days, whatever we have until the, the new year comes. And almost no one's going to make mention of it. It's just going to happen and people are going to say, oh, how come you're not cool with pot? Well, think about the other things that we penalize. Think of the other things that we've heard. Miniatures, those have gone by the wayside, right? Those are now gone, right? Vaping, vaping, yeah. vaping, a huge one, right? We've gotten rid of that. So I think the will is there. And I think with what we're seeing, you know, sort of statewide in our current situation, I don't, I don't think that this is going to be hurting us politically. Hmm. Recreational marijuana, our plan to start... No, no, it's not January 1st, April 1st. It will include a 12% excise tax in addition to sales taxes ranging from 5 to 9%. Now, as I know, I don't know anything about marijuana. As I, I really don't. Okay. I've talked about Schedule 1 during the mayoral campaign. If you lied on your application, the 4473, and you're in possession of a gun that's actually registered, and you're in possession of marijuana, it's one or the other. You don't get both. Okay, it's, That's a federal... Federal law. Okay. A lot of people are trying to come at me with with a lot of stuff on that. Oh, you're not pro, not pro liberty. You're not pro pot. No, no, I'm not. I just we got to just go with the federal federal laws at this point. But what about the fact that your pot that you get from your government that talks about hey we must resist is you going to go ahead and pick that pot up now from the government? You trust the government more than you trust. You know, wherever your dealer is or your guy that's getting you or maybe even just growing it for yourself. Are you really going to want to do it? I mean, shouldn't everybody just start growing pot in their backyard at this point? Wouldn't that make more sense rather than 
you know, spend the 12%, the 5%, the 9% of whatever the sales tax is going to be on, on this stuff. I just think there's so many avenues here, Dowd, mm-hmm. in terms of the arguments that can be potentially made. And this is political, okay? I'm not looking at this from any other way, just pure politics, okay? We know that this is a gateway. I sent out a unbelievable slide. But we know that the war on drugs is only getting worse for the state of New Mexico because we are letting it in. We are run by cartels. There's no gang unit. Crime has increased. We know many of these people, you know, these gangbangers who are out there. We've seen one particular drug that has impacted this state more than any other place in the country as a proportion of the total deaths. And that drug is fentanyl. Fentanyl. There have now been 11 children, 11 children this year alone who have died because of fentanyl in the state of New Mexico, a lethal injection. Get ready for the jaw-dropping statistic because we're nearly at 300 deaths directly from fentanyl. More than doubling in one year. And it's higher here than anywhere else in terms of the overall growth. Dowd, if you could go from the, uh, if you have the slide possibly in front of you. Yeah, we were uh, around 140 OD deaths uh, in uh, 2019. We hit 300 in 2020. Uh, Again, which should be dredging up the question, what did lockdowns do to us beyond the coronavirus? I mean, in terms of mental health and substance abuse, domestic violence, you know, all that stuff that's thrown in there. And it's interesting, uh, you know, heroin, uh, benzo is a flat rate. Uh, heroin actually down a, a little bit, uh, cocaine only up a little bit. That this increase with fentanyl more than doubling the OD deaths in one year. I mean, it's a shocker. People should start to look at this because this is an argument you can just say drugs across the board. And this is the time when we're legalizing it. And when the governor doesn't see this as a problem, we are in a mental health crisis statewide, right? Not just from the drug addiction, the alcohol addiction, but also from the fact that. You know, we aren't seeing each other's faces. It's impacting us psychologically, right? Not being able to go out, whether or not we're open, we're shut down. We don't know what the governor is ultimately telling us what to do. You need to say something and do something at this point. Your gubernatorial candidates need to probably not need to start talking about this heavily, okay? Because this is an issue that you can win on. This is something that she is championing. And if you, as a Republican, running for any seat or any gubernatorial seat at this point are on board with legalizing cannabis. You're also a part of the problem. There's almost no pushback at this point. I think is that, is there almost no resistance? I don't see any resistance. I don't notice. Yeah. This would be the time to pick it up and decide to do something with that because both Republicans and Democrats, as I just said, the former governor, her ex-husband, her ex-husband, Part of a medical or a cannabis growing community with, I believe, Darren White and all this. And it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. So hopefully we can start, you know, getting back to some of the values of what we had in the Republican Party, because we would not be on board with legalizing this whatsoever. This is one of those things that, you know, I guess from a libertarian standpoint, certainly, you know, live and let live. And that's fine. There should be no war on drugs. And, you know, to a large degree, I agree with that. I believe in zero rehabilitation. Zero, like not a dollar. You're addicted, find your family, get some help, whatever. Go to a halfway, I don't care. But it should not be, you You. You drank that alcohol, you did those drugs, you did these things, 
they they make clinics where you can second mortgage your house, third mortgage your house, so that they can go ahead and take you in for the next year. Okay, I understand addiction. Everyone can get addicted to almost anything. We have these, you know, sort of primal proclivities towards something that we don't know what's in our DNA that would make us addicted to this or addicted to that. Okay. And the government's not going to be able to stand in the way until you get some serious actual help. But the fact that we're starting to normalize this and that there's no pushback is a missed opportunity for conservative for Republicans. I'm not going to say conservatives anymore. It's for Republicans. I, I told you I'm going to get rid of that, that whole thing all, all, all the way through. We know about the psychological impacts of marijuana. We understand them. We know that people sort of wig out during to, to the strange strains that are now impacting. People are really, really trying to do everything they, they possibly can to, you know, push back on what, what, what kind of blend is that? Or what kind of strain is that? Have you had this type of thing? One of the other curious things that's happening is the government is trying to push back against the illegal pot. County in Oregon is now doing whatever they can. They want to raise pot prices to battle the illegal pot so that the government can be the criminal element that's bringing pot to your door. Seizures, they're at an all-time high. Illegal pot being grown everywhere is now being seized, and then it goes directly to where? Yes, you guessed it. The governor. I mean, the government. <laughs> they got all the best drugs. Yeah, they really do. What about the uh, the oversight of all this? We can't even have any sort of oversight over our criminals as it is, and now you're going to add a, a whole other dimension? How are you going to police this type of thing? You're going to have your police officers out there measuring, you know, oh, let me let me check to see exactly. Are you at 1.8 ounces, 1.9 <laughs> ounces? Like, yeah, where, where does them. this go? Yeah, yeah. This has gone way too far, and... We as Republicans, and Dow's not that, but me as a Republican, am suggesting to you that this is one of those things that you can win on. Absolutely. 550-5500, that's 550-5500. And uh, I guess everybody at some point is smoke pot, not me. Never have, right? Sort of like the whole... You're so square, man. You know, the, the, the whole vaccine thing. I told you I would not get behind any of the... Uh, it, it, I came out pretty hard on that. I think that that's a, that's a, that's the right way to go. Do you like putting life-altering, mind-altering <laughs> substances into your body? You know. Colorado voters reject marijuana sales tax hike. That's happening already. Recreational pot sales in Illinois top one billion. Colorado voters decide on raising marijuana sales tax. Idaho to get license for farmers to grow and transport the. I mean, this is a whole brand new industry. It's not exactly making society a better place. Police aided illegal marijuana operation in Maine. Police officers getting involved. Drug conviction reverse evidence acquired illegally on marijuana. Company challenges seizure of marijuana proceeds in Kansas. The first murder in Corrales in over 19 years happened on where? A pot farm. What are we doing? Is this getting better? Ironically enough, in essentially uh, Michelle Lujan Grisham's backyard. And the illegal operations will continue to pop up, and they're going to say, oh, let's just let anybody grow. 
That's the way that this is going to go. 550, 5,500. Dowd, I know we had some other stories that we were going to tackle. I know we tackled a lot of uh, Keller stuff uh, and a lot of educational uh, things as well. A lot of stories that were inconvenient when he was running for mayor, but can be, can can now be released. There was one that we uh, didn't jump on just a couple of weeks ago that I seem to have missed. We talked about before the show and uh, I don't want to jump into this Alec Baldwin one. I wonder if anybody was tested for drugs on the movie set. How come no one's brought that up? Very curious. Sure. Alec Baldwin uh, out in there. Uh, Tourism. Will, will, Will the legalization coming April 1st, 2022, will that spike? That was one of your questions. Yes, today it was. Because the, I, there was an article in the listing where it was about you know getting more millions of dollars from the federal funny money farm in Washington to promote tourism. And I was thinking, Rui Doso now passing. I, I, you know, I read all the newspapers all over New Mexico, and it's very interesting to watch these communities, whether it's Clovis or Rui Doso or Las Vegas, and how they're attempting to deal with this. I, I can certainly see... Stoners wanting to come, but I can also see maybe in more upscale, middle-aged, older clientele not wanting to walk around beautiful downtown Ruidoso and inhale all that, get a contact high. I think it's, you know, to, to promote it as a, listen, I'm, a, I'm an anti-war on drugs guy. I, I don't like prohibition of alcohol. I don't like prohibition of drugs. I think it's up to you. But as Eddie said, this is, this is really about politics on the governor's side. This is a woman who says to claim care about your public public health well smoking weed is not good for you i don't Bingo. i don't encourage people to do it i haven't smoked weed since red rocks in las vegas in 1999 so it's been 20 whatever for me um but these communities are now we're starting to have to deal with this and so i thought it was an interesting juxtaposition ruidoso passing a cannabis ordinance at the same time that the state is trying to promote tourism who wins out in that battle because it seems to me you might be drawing re- tourists but you want to be repelling other types of tourists so well, i guess we're going to find out uh, Mr. EB, what was the, what was the, the, the score? Nine to five there to pass that. Yep. Uh, so the negative effects of marijuana on Colorado. All we hear are the positive effects because that's, oh, it's bringing all sorts of you know crazy money into it. But is it going to be in crazy people? I think so. <laughs> With the crazy money comes the crazy people. Maybe. Well, uh, Cato Institute put out some uh, information on this. They said the effect of state marijuana legalization. New research finds that strong claims made by both advocates and critics of state-level marijuana legalization are substantially overstated, in some cases entirely without real support. The Cato Institute is a libertarian think tank. Yep. Am I correct in saying you are indeed? Supporters and critics make numerous claims about state-level marijuana legalizations. They found that strong claims made by both advocates and critics are substantially overstated. Back in 2012, Colorado and Washington approved those ballot initiatives. Since then, supporters and critics make numerous claims about those. And in those, they argue that legalization spurs marijuana and other drug or alcohol use, increases crime, diminishes traffic safety, harms public health, and lowers teen educational achievement. Hickenlooper. A Democrat opposed the initial efforts to legalize marijuana. Interestingly enough, he was a brewer, one of the things that should be noted. Now he's a U.S. senator. But reviews of all of this stuff have been inconclusive because I think what's driving the information in all of this doubt, I think, very safe to say, is a lot of marketing and propaganda. And I think the first thing in this uh, drug war of legalizing it and illegally making it illegal is the fact that the truth is going to be the first casualty in mm-hmm. all this. Mm-hmm. I think people need to understand that marijuana use rate, for example, the state in the entire country with the highest level of homicides 
not surprisingly to me, though maybe surprisingly to other people, highest murder rate in the country, right? <laughs> highest murder growth rate. Portland, Oregon, they also have the highest use rate and growth rate. You know, back when, before this whole thing uh, took place, they were about, Oregon was at about 14%. They've now spiked higher than any other place to 27%. And that's only after three years. That's right, three years of growth. And it's going to only, in Colorado, they're at 24.86. One out of four is using marijuana. Washington State, 22.49%. I mean, these are the bluest of blue states that we're talking about. Nevada, 21.85%, spiked, and it's only been legal there for, what, a year and a half? Mm -hmm. It went from a use of about 11% to 22% in less than a year and a half. So you're going to see the normalization will also bring your kids around. A lot of people have suggested that uh, a link between medicalization of marijuana and lower suicide rates, particularly among demographics most likely used to likely to use marijuana, 20 to 39. Others claim that it can be an effective treatment for bipolar disorder, depression, and other mood disorders, not to mention a safer alternative to alcohol. Well, according to the information, they conducted extensive review in 2017 and 2018. It concluded that marijuana use is associated with the development of psychotic disorders. But it could be, I don't know, a multidirectional and complex. So we're going to go ahead and re-study again. Let's talk about crime. Okay, so we talked about Talked about mental health. Let's hit crime. Marijuana legalization might affect crime rates. Proponents of marijuana legalization argue that legalization reduces crime by diverting marijuana productions and sale from underground markets to legal venues. But according to the information, presents violent crime rates in legalizing states relative to the U.S. average from 2000 to 2018. Most state trends track the U.S. trend leading up to legalization, but the graph difference essentially flat but post-legalization, trends in many states track the national trend while violent crime in Maine and Nevada decreased by 90 and 178 crimes per 100,000 compared with the national trend post-legalization. Violent crime rate in Alaska and Massachusetts increased 152 and 57 more than the national trend. So overall, violent crime has neither soared nor plummeted, but it depends on the state. How will New Mexico fare? So those are examples of uh, four states. Road safety. I think this is inconclusive because there's no way to actually, you know, test for this, right? Mm -hmm. Is that mm -hmm. pretty safe to say? Yeah. Let's uh, hit the topics here. Another possible consequence of marijuana legalization is changed road safety. On the score, debates about marijuana legalization offer two contrasting hypotheses. Okay. It presents a difference in driving fatalities between 11 states, including in the policy analysis. They focus on the total traffic fatalities because there's likely some substitution between DUIs of alcohol and DUIs of marijuana. The measure for public safety is the net effect. The concern is not whether marijuana-related fatalities increase, but whether any increase is offset by fewer fatalities under the influence of alcohol. So post-legalization, they might be able to check for marijuana use, but the information is inconclusive. There's economic uh, outcomes, budgetary impacts, which is part of the sale to us, right? And I think that's the, the big thing. Given the uh, months since legalization, and this is negligible when you think of a budget of seven point, what are we at? Seven point seven billion, I think, this year. Yep. Think about this. This is nominal. In California, the tax revenue went from twenty four point three three million to fifty four million. I think there's a hell of a lot more 
people in California. If you look at a state like Washington, they got as high as 30 million, 75 months in. Okay. I mean, these are going to be negligible for the governor. 75 months in for Colorado, 22.65 million. And finally, for Oregon, they're averaging 10.67 million. Probably not enough to make a huge dent, but a lot of people have made the suggestion that with marijuana and the legalization, we'll be able to pay for school. (laughs) Interestingly enough, we haven't been going to school. So the jury's out on all of this, and especially during 2022 for the governor, because these are argumentative points where if you hit her early enough on this and she's been such a big advocate and you create the moral suasion argument in the public sphere, given the rising crime rates, low economic output, economic uh, dependency on the federal government, the high unemployment rates, think about that. You can make these types of arguments. And I think people, given the current state of New Mexico, the state of the state, I wonder if she'll actually give it. I don't think she gave one last year. Virtually. Yeah. Oh, was it virtually? What, 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 what was it? The state of the state? Well, it sucks. Oh, no, we suck again. So think about that. Uh, I think it's an important uh, piece, um, possibly the puzzle that the Republicans, any Republican who's running for the uh, state house, I think should make uh, part of their arsenal of arguments uh, to beat whatever opponent they might be facing. 550-5500. That's 550-5500. Reminder to all, THC in your system forfeits your Second Amendment rights. More children have died of financial, uh, fentanyl, excuse me, wow, <laughs> fentanyl than COVID-19 in this state. Wow, I didn't notice that. Huh? Look at that. We had 11 kids die of fentanyl in the state of New Mexico when we've only had four. That's, there you go, dead ringer. Can you Republicans out there who are running, there you go. There's your war on drug argument right there. We've had more children. If you're listening to any of you gubernatorial candidates. We've had more children die of fentanyl overdoses than we've had. And make sure you put this in the notes so we can get yep. it out to these candidates and start furnishing with them with uh, some information. That's directly from one of our uh, great listeners, Melvin. Eddie, once they get it legal, no going back. Hard to put the genie back in the bottle. Pulls me nothing. Might be a mixed group of answers, but there's no way that 550, 550 answers speak for 650K of us. Please point this out again and again. Polls are false flags, favorite distraction used by Democrats. Yep. Growing Michelle Lujan Grisham, water-intensive process. Oh, growing marijuana, water-intensive process will take your drinking water, which is already limited in supply. Legitimate point. Wow. That is uh, also good. Smart, smart people out there. Legalized pot is going to destroy New Mexico's chili industry and our water supply. Second argument for that. How, how does it do that? They solicit medicinal marijuana in Florida now, but you can't grow it. My friend told me today. Okay. So I guess it is legal, but there you go. Murder Mike should uh, nix the fall in line bureaucracy. Not sure what that is. Oh, joining the oversight board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there we go. The abandoned family dollar is on course, bro, and los pases. <laughs> I don't blame Nick and his family leaving. Seems like I hear sirens all the time. Knowing that we are surrounded by fools is so disheartening. Uh, murder Mike, good job today. 
oh, we're going to get to the Rittenhouse stuff. I got to tell you, he's going to come out clean. I hope you, so. You have no idea. Like That prosecutor looks so yeah, bad. Yeah, it's it's so bad. It's, yeah, Rittenhouse says, in my opinion, the whole entire case is going to get thrown out. So this is from Steven Crowder. If you accuse Kyle Rittenhouse of faking tears from being forced to relive the problem of having to shoot violent armed child rapists and arsonists, but claim PTSD from being called the wrong pronouns, <laughs> you might be an a-hole. That is great. Uh, hey, Eddie, this is Real Rancho Rich. Just a couple of things. My wife and I have home-educated all five of our children, and uh, three are out of the house and two still at home. This is a great opportunity for people to homeschool their children and not be indoctrinated in the public school system. I work for the largest natural and organic food store in the city and in the country. Wow. I've been playing songs from Bryson Gray, and it's caused me to be ridiculed and laughed at and made fun of. But the words cut my workmates to the core, and I know it. Keep on do, doing what you're doing, brother, and I will too. Let's go, Brandon. We'll do that one just for you. Just for you today. Bob says, uh, how did the COVID rates increase when the balloon fiesta didn't even cause any increase? That is interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all like thousands and billions and billions and all these people right around each other. All right, we'll give my 10 answers to Dowd's questions. Oh, exciting, today, but exciting. But once we get to the uh, top, <laughs> well, I don't know if you want to, but I'll, I'll do them nonetheless. Uh, I, I want more people to sign and subscribe to the www.rockoftalk.chat. Uh, please do so. You're getting educated. You're getting information. <laughs> all in all, it's 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 a lot more than eight minutes that Dowd says it is. But if you're just reading it just as is with the words that are there, it will take you eight minutes. But what's there is probably about a good hour and a half to two hours of just top shelf, top shelf tequila there, if you will. Yeah, I mean, it's not just the the the, the in terms of the Daily Blast. It's not just the, the what's in it, but what it links to. And so it's uh, rockoftalk.chat, ladies and gentlemen. It is a website that Eddie Aragon built a year ago. We just celebrating our one-week anniversary because we needed a place for our people. Uh, we are not, and Eddie, I, I, it, t- it took me a couple of maybe months to come around on this, but Eddie said you cannot have a Facebook account anymore. You cannot have a Twitter account. You cannot participate with people who hate you. <laughs> so uh, Eddie signed up with Substack, uh, the, the, the master platform of rockoftalk.chat, and we encourage you to subscribe. You're going to get all sorts of awesome co- uh, content, including the Daily Blast, and uh, these are the top five most clicked articles from this morning. It arrived in mailboxes at 4 a.m. number one. KOET's coverage of um, the Department of Justice and the federal efforts to fight crime in New Mexico. We started the show off uh, with that one. Uh, Interesting piece from my friend Grover Norquist in Washington. Republicans actually picked up seats in New Jersey, the bluest of blue states. Maybe Republicans in New Mexico should follow uh, some of the bolder things they were doing in New Jersey to actually have some success. And they they did have some success. Uh, The third piece was uh, Dr. Disgrace talking about COVID. (laughs) Hey, guess what? There's waning immunity. Yeah, some of us have known that for a long time, doctor. Uh, number four, interesting piece on Joe Biden incorrectly citing a classic libertarian essay called I Pencil. And I accuse you, I, 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 I encourage all of you to check that the essay out about uh, nobody knows how to make a pencil. Uh, we, we, we know how to make little components of it, various companies and industries. But uh, the capitalism is such a miracle that nobody knows how to make a whole pencil. Yet we are lousy with pencils in this country. Joe Biden doesn't know anything about that essay. He misquoted it, but uh, interesting piece that reason. And then finally, Eddie, this blew me away because it's been a long time since I've taken care of any kids. Uh, Safety socks. What are they called? Safety safe socks, smart socks. The FDA is coming after smart socks, which some people use for their little babies in the crib. It checks the pulse and the oxygen levels while the little girl or the little boy sleeps. And of course, 
it hasn't been regulated. The FDA decided, hey, this is a medical device. This isn't a clothing item. So we're going to come after this. Apparently, a lot of parents swear by these miracle socks that monitor their, their little babies, you know, sudden infant death syndrome, something, you know, parents of young children worry about. And here's your federal government coming after a product that a lot of parents are swearing by uh, to keep their kids healthy. More wisdom out of Washington. There it is. Let your government <clears throat> want to vax your kid. They want to jab them. They want to run their brains in their uh, little public schools and teach them they're racists. They want to go yeah. a lot earlier, making sure that yeah. uh, they don't get the kind of socks that their parents want them to have. Stanley Tucci, 61. I thought he was older. Just came off his screen. Uh, Demetria. <laughs> Demetri, you didn't know she was Demi. Demi, I when I was in Roswell a couple years ago, I spoke to her Girl Scout troop leader. Really, <laughs> she worked at the museum down there. Did, what did she say about her? I said, did you notice anything about her? And she said, no, there was nothing special about her. <laughs> she was she was always going behind the building with boys. Uh that that I would believe. Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> I've got I've got some questions that were answered for D Dowd. Hopefully, he found them to be uh, quite colorful. I'm pretty sure you did. But, mm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to this yeah, every day. So. Some of, some of them I'm writing for Eddie, which is just anticipating interesting responses. <laughs> Why is there so little economic development in New Mexico? Rules and regs don't attract capital investment. That's simple. Yeah. It's just straightforward. Yeah. Hot fudge Sunday or strawberry Sunday? Neither. That's sacrilege. I don't know what no, you're why, what, Sundays? Yeah. No. no. Great name, though. Uh, ever been sued this year or in general? <laughs> that was <a> good <laughs> How many times? What many year? Times, yes. <laughs> Why is Joe Biden so unpopular? Because people don't like him. It's really simple. You know, you just, you just don't like him, and he's a liar. Uh, down to 36% in the recent poll. Yep, yeah. it's going down. Can Demi Moore act? Great question, Dowd. Dimitri has probably slept with every director of every movie she's ever been in. Her greatest role was Indecent Proposal. Not much acting required. <laughs> wow, a million bucks for that? No thanks. Uh, ever been to Washington State? Yes, yes. yes. Uh, Olympia and Mount St. Helens? I'm jealous of this. One of the few 48 states I haven't been to. Really? Yeah. Uh, yeah I don't think. Uh, I'm only given... down to five that I need to get to in the really? 48. Yeah. Yeah. What, what are the five? Uh, Washington. I think the Dakotas. Uh, and then the three deep, deep south. Louisiana, Mississippi, and Alabama. Oh, wow. Okay. So six. But there you are. No one's going. Do you follow UNM basketball? Do I live in New Mexico? <laughs> yeah. One way or another. It's uh, from He bleeds New UNM basketball. Well, uh, not, not so much anymore, but uh, we are glad to have Patino. He's yep. uh, back in the saddle uh, with a 1-0 and start and a couple of suspensions. You you wanted to make... We uh, heard about that, yes. Yeah, you wanted to make uh, Mark Smith a, a little bit of a permanent feature. I, I think uh, I think he's he's good. I like him. I like Tiki. Well, well not, not with a uh, fat guy laugh on his little blog. Uh, he sounds good. like a, an East Coast guy to me. I don't know why. I know he's not from... Yeah, he's New York. Oh, he is in New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why did I think he was here? Oh, uh, so, yeah, well, my he instincts here. are right. He was yep. here, yeah. Yep. There he is. Uh, let's see. What's better, the single life or marriage? <laughs> you can't answer that. It depends on who you are. That's a fine response, and I agree. Well, it just just is. Uh, will legal cannabis help or hurt tourism in New Mexico? It will increase homeless weed smokers. Fish and visitors stink after <laughs> yes, three days. Relatives. <laughs> and I didn't put out the rest of that. And uh, given the insolvency issues with Social Security, should the federal government try to expand Americans' workers' access to secure retirement. No and hell no. <laughs> Pay people their money they've earned. They aren't going to live long enough to see their retirements. Anyhow, COVID-38 will eventually wipe them out. <laughs> uh, that question, uh, incidentally, was in response to our wonderful Teresa Leger Fernandez, TLF, mm. as I say, total left-wing fool, pushing some legislation to get the federal government more involved in your retirement, as if driving Social Security into insolvency isn't enough. They want to get the feds more heavily involved. That's, that's uh. great. Good idea. All right, someone's got to do it. It might as well be the Kiva. Tomorrow at 4 p.m. we'll be back. 
D.Dot Muska, thank you for being here. Thanks, everybody, for listening on AM 1600 KIVA, abq.fm, com. Shots that people are getting now cover that. They're, they're, you're okay. You're not going you're not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations. Somebody got to do it. Hey, let's go, Brandon. I keep a drum like I'm Nick Cannon. Hey, hey, let's go, Brandon. Pandemic ain't real, they just planted. Hey, hey, let's go, Brandon. When you ask questions, they start banning. Hey, hey, let's go, Brandon. Hey, hey, let's go, Brandon. Hey, hey, let's go, Brandon. I keep a drum like I'm Nick Cannon. Hey, hey, let's go, Brandon. Pandemic ain't real, they just planted. Hey, hey, let's go, Brandon. You ask questions, they start banning. Hey, hey, let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. Hey, hey. Fire said the jab stopped the spread, it was lies. I remember how you wrote, but you haven't opened your eyes. These politicians are demons just in disguise. Look at Kyrie Irving and Nicki Minaj. Look at Australia, that's what's coming next. We don't stand up. Stop complying with them, taking our rights, it's time to man up. Republicans voting for red back laws, that's just what I can't trust. If you ask what's about the facts, then they gonna ban us. Hey, this is about control, everybody knows, everyone complies, with the kinds of pros. I don't need a plane, I just hit the road, I do what I want, I can sell my soul. Market about the crash, this is what you chose, ruining the country, I think that's the goal, you gon' take the mark. I take never rose, I'm a man of God, I can never Let's fold. Let's go, I keep the drum like I'm Nick Cannon, hey. Hey, let's go Brandon. Pandemic ain't real, they just planted. Hey, hey, let's go Brandon. When you ask questions, they start banning. Hey, hey, let's go Brandon. Hey, hey, let's go Brandon. Hey, hey, let's go Brandon. I keep a drum like I'm Nick Cannon. Hey, hey, let's go Brandon. Pandemic ain't real, they just planted. Hey, hey, let's go Brandon. You ask questions, they start banning. Hey, hey, let's go Brandon. Hey, let's go Brandon. Hey, hey, let's go Brandon and clear that man a rat. Let's go, Brandon, now the Taliban a threat. Hey, you planted now the Taliban is standing on our neck. Chanting death to America, you are belly president. Listen, I don't think you here, man. Let me make it clear, man. Better keep your hands into yourself, that stuff is weird, man. I wish I could take you in the back place, smear the queer, man. You can take the facts, I fear God. I don't fear, man. I'm on gear 10, believe me, we ready to rumble. The only play the joke can execute. Is a fumble. I think we all know he's out to lunch. That dude went camping. I'm a Christian, so how do I say this? Let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. I keep a drum like I'm Nick Cannon. Hey, hey, let's go, Brandon. Pandemic ain't real, they just planted. Hey, hey, let's go, Brandon. When you ask questions, they start banning. Hey, hey, let's go, Brandon. Hey, hey, let's go, Brandon. Hey, let's go, Brandon. We know he capping. Patriots out in the street taking action, hunting us down for speaking the truth. Speak on the pedal to save all the youth. Media lying, ignore all the crying. They build them back better, but only the Taliban pilots on strike to show it's irrelevant. Open the border, lose all the order, divide us up to we know that we never went, but we're united. We're here in the stadiums, everyone chanting and seeing it thunder and fighting, collapsing and Democrats dealing it. If we look at Joe, can we get a refund? How about some mean tweets? Joe is a crook and he knows how to deceive. FJP is a motto in these streets. Let's go, Brandon. Sing it with me. I keep a drum like Dominic Cannon. Hey, hey, let's go, Brandon. Pandemic ain't real, they just planted. Hey, hey, let's go, Brandon. You ask questions, they start banning. Hey, hey, let's go, Brandon. Hey, let's go, Brandon. Hey, hey. This is The Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. And our incredible-